Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network is brought to you by Budweiser, GCS Credit Union, U.S. Bank, and Pepsi. Now let's send it to the ballpark. Here's Nate Gatter. Thursday evening as the Grizzlies and the Otters get ready for the finale of a three-game series, the final road game for the Grizzlies in 2019. Nate Catter with you to kick off the Budweiser pregame show ahead of first pitch on the Grizzlies Media Network. That first delivery will be coming your way right around 6.35 Central Time. We have a special edition of the Budweiser pregame show coming your way tonight, and it will feature an interview coming up on the other side of our first break with Grizzlies closer Jeff Bramblett, who today was named the Frontier League's Relief Pitcher of the Year. 13 saves in 13 opportunities. Jeff has a 0.51 earned run average, has not allowed an earned run since June 16th. That's two and a half months ago. So certainly a well-deserved honor for Mr. Bramblett, and uh, he is the Frontier League's Relief Pitcher of the Year, the only one honored on the postseason All-Star team. And uh, we will hear from him on the other side of that first break. Should also note that uh, Grizzlies photographer Paul Bolargin, the official team photo man, was named Frontier League Photographer of the Year today as well. So congratulations in order for Paul, in addition to Jeff Bramblett. First, uh, let's take care of the housekeeping ahead of tonight's game. The Grizzlies have lost back-to-back -back ball games. They come in at number 93 out of 96 with a 37-55 and 55 record, 18 back at the bottom of the West Division. The Otters have won two in a row. They're 55-37, and 37, but even with their win last night, 3-1, they lost a half game in their West Division lead because Florence took both games at home in a doubleheader against Joliet. So the Otters lead the Freedom by just a half game atop the West. Let's go straight to our Husky Trailways out-of-town scoreboard and get those Frontier League standings in their entirety, starting with the East Division, where Lake Erie has locked things up. Clinched the division title a couple of nights ago. The Crushers 51 and 41. Schaumburg six back. Windy City trails by 11 and a half. Joliet by a dozen. And Washington 16 off the page at the bottom of the division. In the West, things are still very much in the balance. Evansville leads away right now. League best 55 and 37 record. A half game lead over the second place Florence Freedom. Two games over River City for the moment occupying the final Frontier Lake wild card spot. Southern Illinois is the lone team still in contention, not currently occupying a playoff spot. Five teams have been eliminated five remain competing for four spots. The Miners are four behind the division. Either a Southern Illinois loss or an Evansville win tonight would clinch a playoff slot for the Otters. And uh, Southern Illinois is two back of River City for the second and final wild card spot in the Frontier League. So let's look at what's going on around the league this evening on our Husky Trailways out-of-town scoreboard. Joliet and Florence are already underway down in northern Kentucky. They're in the third inning, and the Slammers and Freedom are tied up at two at UCL Stadium. Again, that's a 2-2 tie in the third. Washington at River City and Lake Erie at Southern Illinois, both scheduled to get underway just a little more than 10 minutes around when we do, and Schaumburg at Windy City will be coming up just after the top of the hour. Once again, it's Lake Erie at Southern Illinois, Washington at River City, Schaumburg at Windy City, and, of course, Gateway at Evansville here, yet to get underway. Joliet at Florence, the only game so far that is in action, a 2-2 tie in the third inning. If the Freedom win and the Otters lose, Florence would move into first place, but the Otters control their own destiny, would still control their own destiny at that point as well because they have a game in hand. Florence has played an extra game. The Otters are a half game ahead of the loss column, and they have the tiebreaker against the Freedom, although not against the Rascals. So if Evansville and Florence finish the year tied, the Otters would win the division, meaning even if they were to fall behind by a half game, if they won their remaining three and Florence won its remaining two, 
because the Freedom and the Thunderbolts are the two teams that will not be playing September 1st, this coming Sunday, the final day of the year. They'll have finished their seasons by that point. If that is the case, then Evansville would go through. If those two teams ended up tied, the Otters would go as the division champ. Although you could probably make an argument that there isn't a lot of advantage to winning the division as opposed to being the number three seed, which would come with coming in second in the West and getting the primary wild card because you play Lake Erie in that event. And there's a good chance that the third place team of the West, which will be the fourth seed in the playoffs and play the West division champ, will end up having a better record than the East champion Crushers. That's very possible over these remaining four games in the year for most teams. So a lot still to shake out, and we'll be keeping an eye on the Husky Trailways out-of-town scoreboard all evening long. Let's take a quick glance through the U.S. Bank starting lineup since we'll be sending you to that Interview with Jeff Bramlett after this first break. For the Grizzlies, who came in again with that 37-55 and 55 record, having lost back-to-back -back games. It's Connor Owings leading off. Brent Sakurai at shortstop, returning to the lineup to hit second. He is back for the first time since Saturday when he had that nasty first-inning collision with Trevor Achenbaugh, the Rascals' second baseman, who was over recovering first back in Sojay a few games ago. Dustin Woodcock bats third in right field. He's followed by the cleanup man, Andrew Daniel, who moves back over to second base. Sean Dunstan Jr. is in center field, hitting fifth. Wesley Jones will bat third, or bat sixth, I should say, and play third. Number seven hitter is Gutter Buhner. He's the DH this evening. Greg White is in left field batting seventh, and Zach Taylor does the catching yet again, and he will hit ninth. He's behind the plate catching for right hitter Ian Kahaloa, six foot one, 190 pounder from Iwa Beach, Hawaii. Kahaloa is three and six with a 4.28 earned run average this year, and he will make his final start this evening for the Grizzlies. Meanwhile, for the Otters, a 55 and 37 record. They've won back-to-back -back games, still in first place by a half game atop the West Division. David Cronin leads off at second base. He's followed by Keith Greasehaber in left and Ryan Long at third. Elijah McNamee is the cleanup man in right field. Taylor Land is at first base, batting fifth. Rob Calabrese is at EH. He'll hit sixth. Hunter Cullen is in center field. He'll be batting seventh. Number eight hitter is Mike Rizzatello, the catcher. J.J. Gould gets his first start at shortstop, batting ninth for the Otters. First time he's been in in this series. Matt Quintana, 5'11", 185-pound right-hander from Ress, Hartford, Connecticut. He's on the mound for the Otters, a deadline acquisition. In a trade with the Joliet Slammers, has made a couple of starts, including his debut against the Grizzlies, which did not go great for him, although he did get the win. He has a 5.4 earned run average thus far over a couple of starts with the Otters, but his ERA is just 3.15 over the course of this entire season, counting his considerable time with the Slammers. Once again for Gameway, a 243 average, seventh in the league, 69 home runs to rank fourth. Owings at first, Sakurai at short, Woodcock at right, Daniel at second, Dunson in center, Jones at third, Funer the DH, White in left, Taylor the catcher, Kahaloa the right-hander on the mound. For Evansville, a 257 team batting average, tops in the league, 66 home runs, ranked fifth. Crowder at second, Greasehaber in left, Long at third, McNamee in right, Lane at first, Calabrese to DH, Cullen in center, Rizzatello the catcher, Gould at short, and Quintana the right-hander on the mound. Worth noting, by the way, that the Otters are owed a, a number of congratulations, named Organization of the Year by the Frontier League today. Pitching coach Max Peterson was named as the Assistant Coach of the Year, and most importantly of them all, Otters third baseman Ryan Long was named as the Morgan Burkhardt Award winner, the Frontier League's most valuable player in 2019. So congratulations to all of them. Tonight's starting lineups brought to you by U.S. Bank, the power of possible. Budweiser pregame show will continue after this. Whenever legendary baseball moments happen, Budweiser will be there. This Bud's for you. The most important congratulations of the day, at least as far as the Grizzlies media network is concerned, belong to Jeff Bramlett, Gateway's closer, who has had nearly a flawless 2019. He has been 
even closer to flawless since he has been the Grizzlies closer. That started at the beginning of July, and you will hear from him on winning Frontier League Reliever of the Year when we get back after the break. Stay with us. Cruising toward first pitch in Evansville. Gateway and the Otters finishing out a three-game series tonight, the fourth-to-last game of 2019. Budweiser pregame show continues with Jeff Bramlett next on the Grizzlies Media Network. A Budweiser, a burger, and Thomas Red. When you wake up in a different city every day, there's a comfort in being able to count on something familiar. And for me, that's a Budweiser and a burger. Los Angeles, Chicago, El Paso, big or small, loud or quiet, a Bud and a burger remind me who I am and to keep doing my thing. They take me back home. The best way to get my friends and family over to my house is to tell them that I'm about to grill some burgers and drink some Bud. Nothing fancy, nothing forced, no lights, no noise, no backstage pass required. That's a Budweiser and a burger. Cheers. This Bud's for you. Enjoy responsibly. Budweiser beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. The Grizzlies Baseball Academy at GCS Ballpark is where tomorrow's stars train today. We specialize in professional baseball instruction and offer group, semi-private, and private lessons taught by experienced instructors and the most realistic hitting experience you'll find, the ProBatter PX2. The ProBatter PX2 features a multi-pitch machine with synchronized video display to simulate live Major League quality pitching. To schedule your lesson, call 618-781-8170 or visit grizzliesbaseballacademy.com. That's 618-781-8170 or grizzliesbaseballacademy.com. You're listening to the Budweiser pregame show on the Grizzlies Media Network. Back on the Budweiser pregame show ahead of the series finale between the Grizzlies and the Evansville Otters at Bossy Field. Joined now by Grizzlies closer Jeff Bramblett, who, as it was announced today, is the Frontier League's reliever of the year. Jeff, let's start with uh, kind of what went through your mind, what it meant to you when you found out about that. Um, honestly, I, I certainly wasn't expecting it, um, but I was just excited. It's a blessing. It's, um, it's a really cool experience to have your name put up there for something like that. And, you know, the, the body of work and all the, the things that we've put in this year um, oftentimes lead to, to good rewards, and this is one of those times that I'm just extremely thankful for it. When you arrived at spring training this year, were you even expecting to pitch out of the bullpen, let alone close? No, I was. I would actually was coming in as a starter, and um, we had a lot of a lot of good arms that came in, and it just fit for me to go to the bullpen. And uh, Frizz came up and said, "Hey, if you know if that's all right with you, we want to move you back there." And I said, "I just want to pitch." So um, it worked out, and uh, and I started back there. And obviously, we've been a few different places in the bullpen, but. Um, I just wanted to pitch, so wherever they put me is, is where they put me. What have you learned about yourself now since you've been the closer? Um, honestly, I've learned learned more about the game itself, being in the bullpen instead of starting, and then um, being as a bullpen arm, just a reliever, then set up and then closing. You kind of see the game from different perspectives and prepare in different ways. And um, I'm just, again, I'm lucky to, to get to do all of those things to learn, uh, learn more about baseball and, and try and pick up anything that I can through that process. Grizzlies manager Phil Warren uh, talked about your new training regimen for this past offseason, gave a lot of credit to that when we talked about what led to you getting this award. Mm-hmm. What did you do differently in the offseason, and how do you feel it's made you better this year? I, uh, I trained with a guy named Cal Tinsley at Tinsley Performance in Birmingham, and um, it was honestly a little bit more aggressive, a little bit more um, get after it, so to speak, I guess, and 
um, certainly more intense. So I think just the, the work ethic we put in in the weight room in the offseason led to uh, changes in me physically, getting stronger, more durable, um, getting on my velocity a little bit, a few of those things. Uh, but I think it just came down to just being aggressive and taking the mindset from the weight room out to the mound when you pitch. Um, so a huge testament to, to Cal and what he does is a huge um, thing for me in my training and, and progress. Not to turn this away from what has happened this year to what hasn't too much, but you know somehow you haven't been plucked by an MLB organization mm-hmm. yet for a second chance at Affiliated. If one came to you tomorrow mm-hmm. and said, we're interested, but we want to know what's different from the Jeff Bramblett who was in the Royals organization the last mm-hmm. couple of years, mm-hmm. and why should we take a chance on you, what mm-hmm. would you say? Um, I'd probably just say confidence. I think before I, I kind of hoped things would happen for me, and I, I sat back on my heels waiting for things to happen, and now I'm at the point where um, you know, baseball is just a game, and, and I'm going to enjoy it, and I'm going to play it to the best of my ability and have fun. And I think before I was um, maybe taking the game for granted and, and not really um, embracing the opportunity, but I, I think now getting a second chance to just play, um, regardless of where that is, I've learned to embrace the opportunity and just have fun and um, kind of leave the results up to, to what they, they may be. And um, it's out of your control. You know, control what you can control. Go out, have fun, get after it. And, um, and things will work out the way they're supposed to. So I'd, I'd say confidence has been the big thing. Let's finish with uh, summing up the season away from the field. So you and uh, fellow pitchers, Rain Lightcomen and Chris Carden, have been uh, host brothers this year, all staying with Ken and Kay Jones. And I think at times everybody on the team has seen that uh, you guys could almost pass for, for real brothers with the brotherly barbs that have gone yeah. back and forth. What has that experience been like? It's been fun. It's, uh, it's been really a blessing because it was uh, not expected. You have um, baseball has so many different personalities and characters in the game that um, you come to a team and then you're rooming with two guys that are that are very like-minded, very down-to-earth, and um, we just kind of hit it off. We, we have a really good relationship, and um, I think uh, with the game itself physically and, and going about our business every day back home, um, even with you know our spiritual lives and those things, we've really grown together and, and learned a lot about ourselves um, in that regard. So it's, it's been a huge blessing to me. Jeff, thanks for your time. Absolutely. Thank you. Grizzlies closer Jeff Bramblett, 13 for 13 on save opportunities, a .51 earned run average, and a very deserving Frontier League relief pitcher of the year. Back with first pitch coming up after this. You're listening to the Budweiser pregame show on the Grizzlies Media Network. Budweiser presents an important message about friendship. You and me, we were made for love. A lifetime is not long enough to show you what you mean to me. See you later, buddy. Budweiser knows your friends are counting on you. So we want you to remember to make a plan to make it home every time you go out. Do whatever it takes to get home safely. Call a friend, arrange for a cab, or designate a driver. Because friends are waiting. Hey, I'm sorry. I decided I shouldn't drive home last night. I stayed at Dave's. I'm back. I'm back. Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> this message is brought to you by your friends at Budweiser. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. The renovators know where to put a wall, a window, a room. Most importantly, the renovators know what they want, and that's the most admirable skill of all. A home equity line of credit from U.S. Bank could help make your house the home you've always wanted. Visit a U.S. Bank branch, usbank.com slash dreambig, or call 800-209-BANK. U.S. Bank, the power of possible. 
Some restrictions may apply. Subject to credit approval, mortgage and home equity products offered by U.S. Bank National Association, Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC. Hi, this is Hall of Famer Carlton Fisk. Make your plans today to visit Cooperstown and the Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum. There it goes, a long drive. If it stays fair, home run. Reconnect with your memories of the game and make new memories with your family. Check out BaseballHall.org today for more information. Carlton Fisk had a lot of little boy in him right there, Joe. The National Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum. Preserving history, honoring excellence, and connecting generations. The Grizzlies Baseball Academy at GCS Ballpark is where tomorrow's stars train today. We specialize in professional baseball instruction and offer group, semi-private, and private lessons taught by experienced instructors and the most realistic hitting experience you'll find, the ProBatter PX2. The ProBatter PX2 features a multi-pitch machine with synchronized video display to simulate live Major League quality pitching. To schedule your lesson, call 618-781-8170 or visit grizzliesbaseballacademy.com. That's 618-781-8170 or grizzliesbaseballacademy.com. Innovation is growing in the cornfields of America. Family corn farmers have planted more than 1.2 million miles of conservation buffer strips to protect the soil, improve water quality in lakes and streams, and create acres and acres of wildlife habitat. So corn farmers aren't planting just corn. They're planting the seeds for future generations to enjoy what Mother Nature has created for all of us. Discover more at cornfarmerscoalition.org. A message from the Illinois Corn Checkoff. You're listening to the Budweiser Pregame Show on the Grizzlies Media Network. Back at historic Bossy Field in Evansville, Indiana, where the Grizzlies and the hometown honors are just about ready for first pitch. In the finale of a three-game series, it's the last home game of the regular season for Evansville. The Otters are just one win away from clinching a Frontier League playoff spot. It'll be the last road game of the year one way or another for the Grizzlies, who will return home starting tomorrow for a three-game weekend series against the Washington Wild Things back in Soge. That will culminate in the greatest night in baseball Sunday. Tickets for any of those games in that series, which also includes a Scott, Bo- uh, Scott Rowland bobblehead giveaway as well as an Abe Lincoln bobblehead giveaway Friday and Saturday, respectively. Tickets available at GatewayGrizzlies.com or by calling 618-337-3000. Hope you enjoyed hearing from uh, Jeff Ramblin. who had a lot of interesting things to say. Grizzlies closer, well-deserving Frontier League relief pitcher of the year in 2019. Anyway, hoping to get to use him again tonight, perhaps for the same opportunity after losing back-to-back games. Grizzlies line up again for this top of the first inning. Cotter Owings, Brad Sakurai, Dustin Woodcock. Andrew Daniel, Sean Dunstan Jr., Wesley Jones to follow. Gunnar Buter, Greg White, and Zach Taylor rounded out with Ian Kahlo on the mound. We'll hear more about him when he takes the hill in the last of the first. That's the lineup for 13th-year Grizzlies skipper Phil Warren. Meanwhile, for 10th-year Evansville manager Eddie McCauley, it's David Cronin at second base, Keith Greasehaber in left, Ryan Long at third, Elijah McNamee in right, Taylor Lane at first, Rob Calabrese to DH. Hunter Cullen, the center fielder, Mike Rizzatello, the catcher, J.J. Gould at short, and Matt Quintana on the mound. That other's defense is in the top half of the league in fielding percentage up in the upper 970s. It's Greasehaber and left, Cullen in center, McNamee in right. Third to first of the infield, Long, Gould, Cronin, and Lane. Rizzatello is the catcher for the 5'11", 185-pound right-hander Quintana, who is 26 years old from West Hartford, Connecticut, out of Siena College. This year, counting his time with Joliet, from whom he was traded here to Evansville at the deadline. Counting uh, his time there, he is 7-3 with a 3.15 earned run average. He has a 5.4 ERA, 
since joining the Otters. And the Grizzlies somewhat rudely welcomed him to Bossy Field in his Evansville debut a couple of weekends ago back on the 17th of August. Five runs all earned over six innings. Although still the victory for Quintana in a 9-6 Evansville win. Right header works for the first base out of the rubber, only out of the stretch. Delivers to the lefty batter, Connor Owings, who swings at a fastball and tips it foul for strike one to get us underway at 6.40 local time, a little bit late here in southwest Indiana. 81 degrees and sunny. The wind is blowing across the field from right to left. Owings ready, back of the box, upright stance left side. Quintana sets at the belt and deals. Owings swings, got a fastball above his belt and misses. No balls, two strikes. That first pitch weather report is brought to you by Pro. If unpredictable weather causes damage to your home, turn to the experts at Pro, faster to any size disaster. Owings hitting 260, 11 homers and 50 knocked in. Quintana ready, and his pitch. Owings swings over a breaking ball, Owings strikes out. One up, one down on the strikeout, and Owings continues a difficult series. He is 0 for 10 this week with now seven strikeouts. So here's Brent Sakurai and his return to the Grizzlies starting lineup. Right-hander against right-hander. Sakurai hitting a 263, five homers and 26 RBIs. Straightaway stance, slight bit of the knees, back of the box. Quintana lets fly. Sakurai pops one up into shallow right. McNamee just still in the sunlight as these shadows extend out into the shallow outfield, makes the catch. And there are two down. The shadows kind of form a stretched out U to either side like you took a horseshoe and George Washington style bent it apart. Shadows directly behind second base in shallow center are no more than 30 feet or so into the grass. And then as you go into the alleyways, they turn toward the outfield fence and they hit the outfield fence maybe 75 feet off the left field line and 50 or so off the right field line. So it's center field and some of the alleyways as you go deeper, bathed in sunlight still in the early evening in Evansville. There's the first pitch strike to the lefty batter, Dustin Woodcock. 217 average, a dozen homers tied for the team lead. He's batted in 26. Nobody on, two men out, just underway in the top of the first as the Grizzlies take on a diminutive right-hander, Matt Quintana. The pitch, Woodcock takes a strike of the outside of the knees. It's nothing at two. Quintana now for the year has worked 102 and one-third innings. He struck out 119, he's walked 38. The league is hitting just over 200 against him. No balls, two strikes, here it is. Swing and a foul by Woodcock off to the left. And it's still 0-2 and the Grizzlies rookie right fielder out of SIUE. Choose the best. Grizzlies in their road grays, navy helmets and belts, gold gateway and capital letters across the chest, numbers front and back. Quintana, another two-strike offering. Woodcock swings and pops it up, should be playable. Second baseman Cronin backs up out of the right field grass. Just out beyond the edge of the infield makes the catch and the inning is over. Grizzlies go down one, two, three. We go to the last of the first. Gateway nothing. Evansville coming up on the Grizzlies Media Network. 
Budweiser presents an important message about friendship. You and me, we were made for love. A lifetime is not long enough to show you what you mean to me. Budweiser knows your friends are counting on you. So, we want you to remember to make a plan to make it home every time you go out. Do whatever it takes to get home safely. Call a friend, arrange for a cab, or designate a driver. Because friends are waiting. Hey, I'm sorry. I decided I shouldn't drive home last night. I stayed at Dave's. I'm back. I'm back. Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> this message is brought to you by your friends at Budweiser. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Innovation is growing in the cornfields of America. Family corn farmers have planted more than 1.2 million miles of conservation buffer strips to protect the soil, improve water quality in lakes and streams, and create acres and acres of wildlife habitat. So corn farmers aren't planting just corn. They're planting the seeds for future generations to enjoy what Mother Nature has created for all of us. Discover more at cornfarmerscoalition.org. A message from the Illinois Corn Checkoff. This is Jeff Manzo, and you're listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on Grizzlies Media. Number two, the David Cronin leads off for Emmitsville in the bottom of the first. He'll be followed by Keith Reeshaver and Ryan Long. Elijah McNamee, Taylor Lane, Rob Calabrese, Hunter Cullen, Mike Rizzatello, J.J. Gould. Round out the honors starting lineup. Uh, again, 6'1", 190-pound, 21-year-old right-header Ian Kahaloa making the start for the Grizzlies from Iwa Beach, Hawaii. He had his 3-6 and six with a 4.28 earned run average. It's his 18th appearance for Gateway, 11th start. Out of the windup, he delivers. Cronin takes a fastball strike. Kahaloa has struck out 68 over 56 and two-thirds innings. He's walked 21. The league is hitting 271 against him. One strike pitch. Cronin takes inside one and one. Cronin batting 285, three homers and 34 batted in. Ian coming off a very strong start at home against River City. One and one delivery. Taking low ball two. Six out of third innings, two runs both earned on two hits. He struck out 11 to tie a career high and did not walk about it. Yes. Struck out 11 in two of his last three starts now. Homing at Windy City and River City. Two and one pitch. Cronin fouls it back to the screen. Two balls and two strikes. That last start was last Friday night. Home against the Rascals. Kyle Loa got the victory in a 5-2 Grizzlies triumph. Broden settles back into the back edge of the lefty box, straightaway stance. Here it comes. He swings in, lifts a fly ball, left field line, and pretty deep. White angles back into his right. He's not going to get there. It lands fair and hops up out of play. Ground rule double for David Cronin to lead off the bottom of the first, and the honors immediately are threatening. Kahaloa was not happy with that location. He looked in towards Zach Taylor and patted his own chest to say, my bad. But it's Cronin's 18th double of the year, only the second extra base hit of the series for the Otters. And it brings up Keith Reesaber. The left fielder, number five, Keith And that's sort of the story of this series. The first two games, Otters wins of 6-0 and 3-1. Evansville has scored nine runs. 
on a grand total of 11 hits. And even worse, only one of those 11 hits has gone for extra bases. It was a two-run Rob Calabrese double with two outs in the third yesterday that in the end proved to bring in the game-winning and then one insurance run. Cronin at second, nobody out, no score the first. Greasehaber swings at a fastball and fouls it off. So the Grizzlies have allowed nine Evansville runs on only 12 total bases. In large part because over 16 innings on the mound the first two games of this series, Grizzlies pitchers have hit six batters and walked 15. Kahaloa from the belt, brings it. Greasehaber takes a breaking ball just outside, very close. One ball, one strike. Preston Childers is our home plate umpire. He called the balls and strikes in the series opener Tuesday as well. He's joined by Tom Sloboda, whose strike zone was much maligned after the game yesterday. Cronin at second, out to a big lead. One and one pitch is instead of spinning a look back at him, but nothing happening, so he just walks back to the bag. Leadoff double has put pressure on Kahaloa and the Grizzlies right away. Reese Haber, the upright, narrow, closed stance right side. Here's the pitch. He takes a slider down and away. Two balls, one strike. Reese Haber, the St. Louis area native from Chesterfield, Missouri. 287 average, a couple of home runs, and 41 batted in. Ian ready and throws. Reese Haber fouls a high fastball back. Two balls, two strikes. Just one win over its first five tries in Bossy Field this year. Not a park where the Grizzlies have enjoyed a lot of recent success. They won their first game 3-0 a couple of Fridays back, August the 16th. It'll be two weeks ago tomorrow. And they've lost four in a row since, including the first two of this series. Two and two pitch. Reese Haber fouls it on. Just a little slap swing to get it out of there. Off to the right side, out of play. Ryan Long, the Frontier League's just announced most valuable player, is on deck. Cronin at second, nobody out. Nothing, nothing in the last of the first. Second baseman Daniel, a couple of steps up the middle to try to keep Cronin from getting too much of a lead, but he's getting out there pretty far. There is a bit of a sizable hole as a result of the right side. Outfield is very shallow, particularly center and right. 2-2 again is a slider that just misses. Where is that pitch? Three balls, two strikes. And I think Grizzlies manager Phil Warren in the third base dugout is finally starting to appeal. That's three Kahaloa breaking balls that have been right around the outside quarter, and Preston Childers has said no to all of them. Wow. So Greasehaber now has a full count. Three balls, two strikes. Ian Reddy at his payoff. Reese Haber takes a curve, just low ball four. Kahaloa missed by four inches combined at most. And it's a walk to Reese Haber. That strike zone is going to be a doozy if it holds like that tonight. And I think Phil Warren is starting by asking Grizzlies catcher Zach Taylor what he thinks, whether those were strikes before he goes too hard after children. James Frisbee, for ejection accumulation reasons, Grizzlies pitching coach has to be very careful. Bill Warren is not burdened in quite the same way. And I wonder if he might want to make a statement early in this game of the way the Grizzlies have struggled the first couple of games in this set. 
because that strike zone is going to kill Kahaloa if it holds like that tonight. Two on, nobody out for Ryan Long. The pitch. Fastball fouled back. Lefty batter Long has a 292 average, 14 home runs, and leads the league with 77 runs batted in. We don't know the entire uh, vote tallies. Frontier League does not release the vote numbers, does not release the order of the voting, but I would think Long narrowly edged Braxton Martinez of River City for both the MVP and the postseason All-Star nod at third base. Long takes high, one ball and one strike. Gateway went one, two, three in the top of the first. Evansville has gone double, walked so far in the home half. Cronin at second, Greasehaber at first, nobody out. Hotters try to strike first, and when they do that this year, they have 40 wins and 10 losses. They win 80% of the time with a first run. Ian sets and delivers. Long fouls it back. One ball and two strikes. Looked like a changeup that in the end was elevated probably a little bit more than Kahaloa wanted. But it's one ball, two strikes now. Outfield again is surprisingly shallow considering Long's power. Especially the right fielder Woodcock to Long's pull side. Former Texas Tech Red Raider won a 2016 Big Ten title, or a Big 12 title, I should say, with the boys from Lubbock. Now in his third year with the honors. Kahaloa's one a two pitch. Fastball tick back at a Taylor's mint strike three. A big first out in this first inning. Kahaloa gets the league MVP. And here comes Elijah McNamee. Batting for the right fielder, number nine, Elijah McNamee. All Grizzly strikeouts are brought to you by Julie. The Illinois One Call system. Know what's below before you dig. Always call Julie at 811 or visit IllinoisOneCall.com. So still two on, now one out. Scoreless in the home half of the first. And it's the righty batter, McNamee, who hits a team best 320 for the year, although over only 34 games since he joined the club to start his pro career. The pitch, fastball taken in the dirt, picked out beautifully at the backhand by Taylor. McNamee, along with a 320 average, has one home run and 16 RBIs. Rookie out of Mississippi State. A couple of high-profile college careers. McNamee, the right-handed batter's box, and Taylor behind him catching. The pitcher is younger than both of them by virtue of having played straight out of high school into the pro ranks. Pitch is up high. One ball, or rather uh, two balls, no strikes. Kahaloa, former fifth round pick of the Cincinnati Reds out of high school in Hawaii. He was drafted all the way back in 2015. Was not in professional ball either of the last two years, but still plenty of time to rejuvenate his career at just 21 years old. McNamee swings and misses at a letter high fastball. It's two and one. Two on, one out, no score first inning. Grizzlies turned a big double play yesterday in the middle frames. Gave themselves opportunity certainly late on, but left 10 men on base. Lost the game 3-1. Two and one pitch now to McNamee is instead of spinning a look back at second, nothing going on. Ian set to the belt buckle and his pitch. 
McNamee checks his swing, takes a curve down and away. And the count is full three balls, one strike. Taylor Lane on deck. not enjoyed the same kind of success in a similar sample size to McNamee so he wouldn't be a bad option for the Grizzlies to face three on one delivery now in the way McNamee pops it foul right side out of play and the count is full three balls two strikes coming now. Cronin at second, Grease Haber at first, scoreless in the first inning, one out, and Kahalua's payoff. McNamee golfs a pop-up, shallow right, first baseman Owings back, reaches out and lands over his head, a fair ball. Cronin moves up only to third, and Elijah McNamee has yet another blue pin at a shallow right. He's smiling at first base toward his first base dugout because he has had one of those in each game of this series, but he has barely touched the ball and just dropped it into shallow right. He's a good hitter, don't get me wrong, but he has been very, very lucky in this series. So here's Taylor Lane with the bases loaded and one out. out of the rubber out of the stretch. Here's his pitch. Lane checks his swing, takes a called strike from the outside. Conan at third, receiver at second, McNamee at first. Corner infielders are about halfway. Jones is still pretty deep at third, Owings still behind the runner, McNamee at first. Middle infielders double play that, but I think the corner infielders could come home if they wanted. The one strike pitch. Lane takes a curve down and away for a ball especially because it's a force play at home plate. Center fielder Dunstan is shallow, as is the right fielder Woodcock. White gives Lane a little more respect in left. Woodcock has the strongest arm of the trio if it comes to it. One at one pitch. Lane swings at a fastball. This one to a right field. Woodcock in it to his left. He drops in front of him, a base hit. Coden scores. Resaver waved home. The throw to the plate. Offline, they're both safe. Two-run single, Taylor Lane, and it's 2 nothing Evansville in the first inning. Another ball not hit very hard. Drops in right field. Otters have had the benefit of a lot of those in this series. Now the Grizzlies are in an early hole again. of what happens on our Husky Trailways out of town scoreboard will clinch an Evansville playoff berth for the third time in four seasons. Ronnie Batter Calabrese, 256 average, nine homers, 25 batted in. 
pitch to him is a fastball pop foul behind home plate and out of play. Lane, by the way, now has 20 runs batted in, and this is only his 28th game of the year for the Otters. So although his batting numbers, in particular his power numbers, not that impressive, he doesn't have a single home run. He's managed to drive in runs nonetheless. First and second one out, two nothing Otters in the first. One strike delivery to Calabrese on the way. He takes high, one and one. On the Husky Trailways out of town scoreboard, Lake Erie has an early three to one lead at Southern Illinois. That game's in the second. Also in the second, Washington at River City, no score. Fifth inning, Joliet at Florence tied at three. Schaumburg at Windy City scheduled to get underway in just about five minutes. On the road, the Grizzlies trust Husky Trailways. You can too at huskybus.com. Calabrese called time in the ready box, so Kyle Loa steps off. Scrapes at the top of the rubber with the studs on his right cleat. Now he's back on it. Sets at the bell, the deals. Calabrese takes a curve down and away. Two balls, one strike. The Otters have been able to pretty much eliminate that Kahaloa curveball in this first inning. Partially because Preston Childers has not given him much, if anything, off the corner away to righties where that curveball breaks. But also because he hasn't located it great. The pitch. Take it high, three balls and a strike. Back to me at second, Lane at first, one out. Hunter Cullen is on deck. Kahaloa has moved slightly off to the third base out of the rubber. I wonder if that's to try to set up his curveball a little bit better. Three and one pitch. Calabrese takes a curve down and away. Ball four. It's that sweeping curveball that goes maybe from 10 o'clock to 4 o'clock. Maybe 10.30 to 4.30, if you would. Down and away to a right-handed batter. So I wonder if Kahaloa moved over to try to give himself more room for that pitch, but it still meant slow outside. That's the second Kahaloa walk in this inning. Bases loaded again for Cullen. And Grizzlies pitching coach James Frisbee after the mound for a conference. It's back to be a third lane at second. Calabrese at first, one man out still. Got a 2 0 honors lead in the bottom of the first inning. Tell you what, honors fans like to make some noise. They usually respond to that kind of And you have to respect what they build at a traditional community here like Evansville and a traditional ballpark like this one. up there with Washington and uh, and with Windy City, a fan base that is uh, invested in the baseball, which can be something of a rarity at this level, Frontier League or an affiliated baseball, anywhere in, in the minor leagues, really. Kahaloa to the windup with the bases full. He delivers. Hunter Cullen takes high for a ball. Lefty batting center fielder brings in a 257 average. Eight homers and 32 batted in. And Kahaloa just took his left cleat and kind of kicked at his landing area down toward the bottom of the mound. I wonder if pitching off dirt is bothering him a little bit. Auto pitch. 
Change up taken up and away for a ball. Two balls, no strikes. Kahaloa threw once in relief in Schaumburg back on June the 4th. That's dirt. He allowed a run and took the loss without recording an out. And he pitched on dirt here two starts ago. The pitch. Fastball swung out and missed, two and one. He allowed five runs all earned over three innings, so it has not been good for him this year. Six runs, five earned over three total innings, pitching on dirt. You just wonder if maybe that's uh, not his favorite thing to do. Two and one pitch. Cullen takes high, three balls at a strike, and Kyle is looking down at his landing spot again and kicking around at it. Certainly different. Especially for guys now who spend more and more and more time, even in the Frontier League, of course, pitching on turf mounds. Eight out of ten now are turf. Three balls, one strike on Cullen. The pitch. Basketball taken up and away, ball four. Kahaloa has walked in a run, and it's three other runners in the first. Grizzlies pitchers now 18 blocks in 16 out of third innings. They've also hit six batters in this series. Here's Mike Rizzatello. Base is still loaded, laying at third, Calabrese at second, Cullen now at first. Right-hander to right-hander, the pitch to Rizzatello. There's a curve that drops into the knees for a strike. That one had a little bit more depth to it, a little bit less sweep from side to side. Rizzatello, a 257 hitter, one home run and 10 batted in. Straight away stance right side. The pitch. Rizzatello takes a curve just high, and the count is even one and one. This is probably the best offensive lineup that Andy McCall, the Otters manager, can put out there, with the possible exception of J.J. Gould batting ninth at shortstop. Don't really have a good offensive shortstop option. Fastball strike two call over the outer edge. But with Taylor Lane moving to first base, we've talked about how that's a difficult position for the Otters since they released former Frontier League All-Star Carlos Castro. They've been having trouble finding offensive production there. Dakota Phillips and Jack Meggs have started there the first two games of this series and not hit well. Kahaloa steps off the back of the rubber. But with Lane there, if he can survive defensively, he gives them a much better offensive option at first base. What a two-pitch. Fastball foul back. That allows Rizzatello to catch, and Rob Calabrese, who is the uh, best-hitting catcher, maybe the best-hitting catcher in the league, to be the DH, a spot normally occupied by Lane. And essentially, they're trading the bat of Phillips or Meggs. One two-pitch again. Curveball. Rizzatello went around. He tried to check his swing, but could not. Played umpire Preston Childers says he offers a second strikeout for Kahaloa. Two down to this first inning. But essentially, they're trading Megs or Phillips for Calabrese, which is a big win for the Otters attack. Here's J.J. Gould, his first appearance of this series. 188 average, five overs, 21 batted in across 66 Otters games. Bases are still full, two outs. Evansville up 3-0. That strikeout, by the way, brought to you by Julie. System playing safe this season called Julie before you leave. The pitch. 
Merrill swings on a fastball. There's a line drive to right. That will drop just in front of the diving Buster Whitcock. In comes Lane to score. Here comes Calabrese to score. The throw is online. A two-run single. It's five to the Gunners. And off man David Cronin is going to get a second chance to bat in the first inning. to Cronin. Fastball taken at the knees for a strike. Five nothing honors now with runners at the corners and two men out. Cullen moved up to third of that single for Gould who now has 23 runs batted in on the season. Kahaloa has already had to throw 42 pitches in the first inning alone. From the belt, one strike offering to Cronin on the way. It's a fastball taken low. Cronin led off with an opposite field double down the left field line into the corner. Came in to score the first of five otters runs. One ball, one strike. The pitch is going to pop up into center. In the end, takes Dunstan back a few steps, but he has plenty of room. Back pedals one or two more steps and makes the catch. The inning is over. But the otters score five runs on only four hits and leave runners in the corner. Second inning is next, 5 W Evansville on the Grizzlies Media Network. Consider the cup holder. There's probably one feeling empty next to you right now. No refreshing Pepsi and no hope. Look at it. Really, really look. Are you looking? Just look at it, won't you? All across the country, cup holders just like yours are being abused, deprived of Pepsi, forgotten. Instead of a refreshing Pepsi, some of them are being filled with loose change or crumbled up drive-through receipts, or is that a what of used chewing gum? <sighs> Clean your car. But what if you could help? Both of you, or all of you, there's really no way for me to know how many of you are in your car. I hope there's not 10 of you. That would be really unsafe. Get a Pepsi and refresh a cup holder's life. Our cup holders and our thirsts are counting on it. In fact, I'm having a refreshing Pepsi right now. Ah, that is refreshing. <clears throat> Pepsi, refresh yourself. Refill your cup holder. One small change can do a lot of good. That's why U.S. Bank proudly invests in communities like yours. It's also why we're celebrating good deeds being done nationwide. Because the more good we see, the more we're inspired to do the same thing. So help us spread the goodness. Use the hashtag #CommunityPossible to share a story of one good thing you've done recently. Together, we'll turn one small change from all of us into one big impact in our community. U.S. Bank, the power of possible. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Now, back to the ballpark on the Grizzlies Media Network. Five nothing honors as we head to the second inning tonight. Uh, half hour after first pitch, and the Grizzlies are on a five-run hole. Feels like they've been playing from behind. Well, they have been playing from behind pretty much this entire uh, series. They had the lead for about 
vengeance yesterday. They scored at the top of the second and go up one nothing. They allowed a run to tie the game at the bottom of the second. They'll be out in the third, and that was it. Daniel leads off for the Grizzlies in the visitors' second. They went one, two, three in the first against Otter's right-hander Matt Quintana, who had a strikeout. He deals with a clean-up man, Daniel. Righty batter, back of the box. Crowns the plate a touch, better than ease. Has the dark sleeve down his right arm to white batting gloves. Holding the Navy bat over the knob. Pitch to him. It's a curve that stays high, ball one. He's followed by Sean Dunstan, Jr. and Wesley Jones. Here in this second inning, the four, five, and six Grizzlies hitters. Tana works out of the stretch for the first base out of the rubber. He's ready at the belt and delivers. Daniel swings at a fastball and pops it up. Foul ground near the plate, but it's going to get out of play. Not a lot of foul ground behind home plate. Maybe 15 feet, 20 feet straight to the backstop behind home plate in Evansville. Now this ballpark is built that bows out as you go down the lines. So it's a good 100 feet from the first and third base bags immediately the seats closest to them. The pitch. Daniel takes a slider inside. Two balls, one strike. Say it uh, pretty much every year and probably almost every series, but you haven't been out to this ballpark, especially if you live in the St. Louis area and it's just a two to two and a half hour drive maybe. Two and one pitch. Daniel swings and lifts a fly ball left center field. Pretty well hit and carrying a bit that way, but Cullen retreats to his right. He's there and makes the catch well in front of the track step for the first out in the Grizzlies half the second inning. Fly to center, the fourth straight. Grizzly retired by Quintana to open his outing. And here's Sean Dunstan, Jr., Gateway's center fielder. Batting fifth. Center fielder, number 12, Sean Dunstan, Jr. Anyway, if you haven't made the trip, it's, uh, it's worth doing. See one of the oldest ballparks in America. Righty to lefty. The pitch. Sean shows bunt, pulls back and takes low. He's hitting 248, eight homers and 37 batting. Quintana ready. What a pitch. Dunstan shows Bond again, pulls back and takes down and in. Not only did he have to pull his bat back, he had to pull his back foot back. That was bearing down and in toward his left ankle. Two balls, no strikes. Quintana throws. Dunstan takes up and away ball three. Grizzlies would certainly take a walk to him, the league's leading base dealer. Five nothing Otters, one out, nobody on top of the second. Only Fenway Park and Wrigley Field were open before Bossy Field and are still hosting professional baseball today. Fenway Park in 1912, Wrigley Field in 1914, and Bossy here in Evansville in 1915. Dunstan takes high ball four, and after Quintana retired four Grizzlies in a row. He walks Dunstan on four pitches. One out of the second. He's a base runner. Out here is Wesley Jones. Mossy Field was the first municipally owned sports stadium in the entire country. Of course, that's become more common as years have gone by. Pickoff throw to first, Dunstan back. 
Jones, the ready batter, 333 average, no homers, four batted in. Dunstan has 35 steals on 42 attempts, so he's still successful a hair over 83% of the time, but he has been caught twice in a row now, including once yesterday. He's out to a big lead. Quintana throws that way again, and Sean dives back, this time without a tag. Six different Baseball Hall of Fame members have played for Evansville teams at Boston Field during their minor league careers, because remember the honors uh, at times known as the Otters, at times other names, but bossy field tenants, if you will. The pitch, Jones takes a fastball strike of the inner third. Bossy field tenants, for the majority of this ballpark's history, have been in affiliated baseball. It's uh, six baseball Hall of Famers have played for Evansville teams during their minor league careers. Chuck Klein, Hank Greenberg, Warren Spann, Bob Euchre, Burt Blylevin, and Jack Morris. The pitch. Swing and a miss. Jones in front of a slider. No balls, two strikes. Former Grizzlies hitting coach and uh, World Series champion St. Louis Cardinal Ken Obergfell played here, although not with an Evansville team, but it was on the, uh, at the time, AAA circuit when he was coming through the minor leagues in the 70s, early 70s. Quintana ready. Two-strike pitch. Jones takes outside. One and two. Stadium was also used in 1991 by Columbia Pictures to film numerous game scenes in the, uh, the 1992 film of the League of Their Own, starring Tom Hanks, among others. Five nothing Otters in the second. Dunstan at first, one out. Jones stands off the plate, straightaway stance. Throw to first, Dunstan back. The park is named for Benjamin Bossy, who was mayor of Evansville from 1914 to 1922. made an agreement shortly after taking office to purchase this land on the north side of the city for a park. One, two offering. Take it inside, two balls, two strikes. Well, the city had a deficit and could not afford the full $50,000 price. So Mayor Bossy conceived the plan to sell part of the land to the school board, who would then build a new stadium to be used for school functions, as well as Evansville's baseball team, of which Bossy was a co-owner. So perhaps a little bit of questionable dealing in that. But uh, things worked out. Two balls, two strikes. Dunstan leading the pitch. He does not go. It's a curve lifted to right. In comes McNamee, makes the catch. Dunstan back to first. Not a badly hit slicing liner, but it had a little bit too much air under it. And a simple play in the end for McNamee and a few steps toward the foul line. Two down now. And Grizzlies D.H. Gunnar Buhner. As though it didn't already sound a little bit nefarious, when the president of the school board opposed the plan, Bossy had him replaced with a friend. Now the new school board both approved the project and also voted to name it Bossy Field in honor of the mayor. So old Mayor Bossy had a pretty good racket going, 1914 and 1922. Construction was completed the following summer. Bossy Field opened June 17, 1915. The pitch, swung on a line drive. Last year short, but a catch by J.J. Gould. Pretty much right at him, and he makes a grab in the inning. No runs, no hits, a man left at first. Couple of hard hit light outs, but the Grizzlies go scoreless. Home second coming up, 5 0 Evansville on the Grizzlies Media Network. A Budweiser, a burger, and Thomas Red. When you wake up in a different city every day, there's a comfort in being able to count on something familiar. And for me, that's a Budweiser and a burger. Los Angeles, Chicago, El Paso. Big or small, loud or quiet, a butt and a burger remind me who I am. 
and to keep doing my thing. They take me back home. The best way to get my friends and family over to my house is to tell them that I'm about to grill some burgers and drink some bud. Nothing fancy, nothing forced, no lights, no noise, no backstage pass required. That's a Budweiser and a burger. Cheers. This Bud's for you. Enjoy responsibly. Budweiser Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. GCS Credit Union offers Kasasa Cash Back, a free checking account that gives you cash back on all of your debit card purchases, not just on gas or groceries or restaurants. There are no points and no category restrictions, just pure cash back. You also get ATM fee refunds nationwide, and there is no minimum balance required to earn rewards. None of that, you must have $5,000 in the account to qualify business. Qualifications and rules apply. See financial institution for details. Member NCUA insured. This is Jason Siever, and you're listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network. dig in. One of only two parks in the frontier lane where you can. The pitch. Swing and a miss. Greasehaber trying to hold up but went around at a curve down and away toward the dirt. Cutting strikes out. That's the third. Kaloa punch out all swinging. Brought to you by Julie. The Illinois one call system. Out here's Ryan Long. Number seven. The third baseman. Ryan Long. Safe digging is no accident before you dig. Call 811 or go to IllinoisOneCall.com. That's Illinois, the number one. Call.com. Lefty batter Long, who struck out for the first out of the ballgame. In fact, he was the only pitcher in the way. Long takes a strike on the outside. He was the only one of the first seven otters retired. That's the Frontier League MVP this year, as announced earlier today. And he had the first out. Kahaloa's fastball is taken just low. One ball and one strike. That's a darn good pitch. It has been a tight strike zone for Preston Childers. Pitch is low, and the count is two balls, one strike. 
The Otters, uh, or not the Otters at the time, they were the Evansville River Rats, won their first game 4-0. Back on June 17, 1915 in this ballpark. 2-1 to delivery. Swing and a miss by Long on a letter-high fastball, 2-2. Two two. Evansville was in third place at the time of the move to Bossy Field. Went on to win the league championship in 1915, its first year at this facility. The two and two delivery. Swing and a foul tip in and out of Taylor's mid. He had it for a moment, but couldn't quite hang on. Professional baseball then became a, an on and off affair at Mossy Field, mostly on from 1915 until 1984 when AAA baseball left. The Evansville Triplets were here as an American Association club. At the time, the American Association was AAA and has since uh, got independent ranks, of course. Long takes a fastball outside, three balls, two strikes. One out, nobody on, five nothing Evansville in the home second. And uh, there was no baseball here from 1984 until 1995 when the honors arrived. And they've won Frontier League titles, two of them. Swing at a fly ball, right field line, medium deep. Woodcock over to his left, running out of room into foul territory, and it's out of play. Honors won the title in 2006, and they won again in 2016, when they were steered by Frontier League most valuable player Josh Allen, second baseman, who was the most recent Evansville man to win the, win the Morgan Burkhardt Award until they batter down Ryan Long. Two strikes, nobody on one out, home second. Near the line of the pitch, Long pops it up, foul left side out of play. Better has now all brought to you by his construction. Choose the best and never regret it. Ian takes a breath, brings it back. Taken low, ball four all the way to the backstop. First walk of the inning, third, or making the fourth of the night, Kyle has issued, and Long works the free pass. He's a one-out base runner now in the second inning, ahead of Otter's Clitta man, Elijah McNamee. the 20s as well, the Evansville Crimson Giants of the NFL play football here. Now that was a different time in the history of the National Football League. 1-0 pitches instead of throwing it first, locked it over there softly and long back standing up. But still, technically, an NFL team was housed here at one time. 1-0 pitch. Take in for a strike from the outside of one and one. The Otters have a, a proud sporting history that extends beyond baseball and beyond players who have come here as professionals and come through Evansville on the way to the major leagues or to the Baseball Hall of Fame, as mentioned. 
Swing and a ground ball to third, scooped up by Jones, the second one. Daniels relay to first, double play, and the inning is over. Grizzlies twin killing brought to you by Casino Queen, the official hotel of the Grizzlies, where loose means more. De facto 1-2-3 inning for Kahalo. He had to face 10 outers in the first, just three in the second. We head to the third, 5-0 Evansville on the Grizzlies media network. One small change can do a lot of good. That's why U.S. Bank proudly invests in communities like yours. It's also why we're celebrating good deeds being done nationwide. Because the more good we see, the more we're inspired to do the same thing. So help us spread the goodness. Use the hashtag #CommunityPossible to share a story of one good thing you've done recently. Together, we'll turn one small change from all of us into one big impact in our community. U.S. Bank, the power of possible. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. The Grizzlies Baseball Academy at GCS Ballpark is where tomorrow's stars train today. We specialize in professional baseball instruction and offer group, semi-private, and private lessons taught by experienced instructors and the most realistic hitting experience you'll find, the ProBatter PX2. The ProBatter PX2 features a multi-pitch machine with synchronized video display to simulate live Major League quality pitching. To schedule your lesson, call 618-781-8170 or visit grizzliesbaseballacademy.com. That's 618-781-8170. 70 or grizzliesbaseballacademy.com. Innovation is growing in the cornfields of America. Over the past 12 years, America's family corn farmers have produced the 12 largest corn crops in history, and they've done it with less fertilizer, fewer chemicals, and less land. Using groundbreaking technology and new management practices to grow food, feed, fuel, and fiber. In other words, America's family corn farmers continue to grow corn better than anyone else and better than ever before. Discover more at cornfarmerscoalition.org. A message from the Illinois Corn Checkoff. You're listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network. It's a 5 0 Evansville lead over the Grizzlies as we head to the top of the third inning from historic Bossy Field in southwest Indiana. Greg White will be the first Grizzly to bat, then Zach Taylor, and then leadoff man Connor Owings. 8 9 and 1 in the Gateway batting order scheduled. In this setting against Otter's right header Matt Quintana. The Grizzlies have a walk against him. Sean Dunstan Jr. received it on four pitches with one out of the second inning. He's the only base runner the Grizzlies have had. They've yet to push a runner into scoring position. Right header against right header. Quintana set to the first base side of the rubber. From the belt, here's his pitch. White takes a fastball, low ball one. 233 average for the rookie. One home run and six batted in across his first 13 professional games with the Grizzlies. Open stance, back of the box, rather upright. Elbow straight back, hand shoulder high. Pitch to him. Fastball driven, right center field and deep. This has some carry. Cullen sprints back, still going. It's over his head and short hops against the wall. White motors to second and stops there. A leadoff stand-up double to start the Grizzlies' third. Third double, fourth extra base hit of White's career. And he's in his scoring position. The first Grizzly who can say that tonight. First Grizzlies hit of the ball game brought to you by Montclair Animal Hospital. Is your furry friend not feeling well or in need of an annual checkup? Whatever the need, you can bring your pets to Montclair Animal Hospital, where their mission is to give each pet their full attention. So here is Zach Taylor, the Grizzlies ready batting catcher with a 244 average, a pair of home runs, and 17 RBIs. Ready to ready, pitch on the way, and it's a curve taken low and outside for a ball. 
White at second, nobody out. Grizzlies down 5 nothing in the third. Second baseman Cronin is shading up the middle to keep White close, so there's a sizable hole on the right side of the infield for Taylor. Quintana into the stretch. The bench. Taylor swings at a curve and misses. One ball, one strike. Connor Owings on deck, although Connor's had a tough series so far. Quintana's one and one offering. Here it is. Taylor swings at a curve, pops it foul, right side out of play. One ball and two strikes on Zach, who also has had something of a tough series. Although he had been rolling pretty well. He's one of eight with five strikeouts in this series, but yesterday snapped a seven-game hitting streak for him. And he had bounced back very nicely because that was coming off a six-game hitless stretch on the Grizzlies' previous road trip when he went 0 for 18. One ball and two strikes. The pitch. Swing and a bouncer toward first off a couple of hops. It backs up Lane who gloves it. White moves up to third. Lane tags the bag to retire Taylor. So here's Owings. He struck out leading off the top of the first tonight. Now in the series, Connor is 0 for 10 with seven strikeouts. And he was riding a seven-game inning streak of his own coming into this set. Right-hander against left-hander. Quintana fires. And it's a curve taken to the belt for a strike. So White is at third one out. Hardly the most important run, but could at least get the Grizzlies on the board, trailing 5 nothing in the third give them perhaps some kind of inspiration having lost 6 nothing and 3-1 the last couple of nights the first two games of this set Quintana the stretch of the pitch a curve just high one ball and one strike Brett Sakurai Grizzly shortstop back in after a three game absence on down and one offering. Owing swings over a fastball and misses. It was down around his knees. Couldn't get it. White at third after a leadoff double. Ran out to first from Taylor. Moved him to third base. One and two delivery. Owing swings and fouls it back. Anyway, we were talking uh, about that proud Evansville sporting history last inning that extends beyond players who have played for Evansville and gone to the Baseball Hall of Fame. What a two-pitch again. Swing and a miss. Owings went after a shoulder high fastball and strikes out. Second time tonight. He's now 0 for 11 with 8 Ks in the series. And that's two Grizzlies fanned by Quintana. Brent 
two men away in the top of the third. And Greg White still at third base. Right hander against right hander. Quintana the pitch. Sakurai takes a strike on the outside. He flied to right his first time. So six players have played for Evansville and gone on to the Baseball Hall of Fame. But that doesn't count Don Mattingly, who is from Evansville, honored in this ballpark. Has himself a street named after him as well in town. And on top of that, Bob Greasy, who has a plaque outside the ballpark. One strike pitch. Taken high, one and one, and trying to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. He's also from Evansville. People are very proud of their sporting heritage, and they certainly should be, both in terms of people they've produced, teams they've had here. One and one pitch. Zachary swings and misses at a well-timed fastball. It's one ball and two strikes. Two outs, nobody on. Quintana is one strike away from wiggling out of this inning after he allowed a leadoff double to White, who's still at third base. Five nothing honors in the third. A ball and two strikes on the Grizzlies' Hawaiian shortstop. Tata brings it home. Zach swings and misses at a fastball and strikes out. Back-to-back case for Quintana, who has fanned three. We have the bottom of the third. Five-nothing honors on the Grizzlies Media Network. A Budweiser, a burger, and Thomas Ray. When you wake up in a different city every day, there's a comfort in being able to count on something familiar. And for me, that's a Budweiser and a burger. Los Angeles, Chicago, El Paso, big or small, loud or quiet, a butt and a burger remind me who I am and to keep doing my thing. They take me back home. The best way to get my friends and family over to my house is to tell them that I'm about to grill some burgers and drink some bud. Nothing fancy, nothing forced, no lights, no noise, no backstage pass required. That's a Budweiser and a burger. Cheers. This Bud's for you. Enjoy responsible. Budweiser Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. At ServPro, no home is too big and no question is too small. So when fire or water damage strikes your home or business, call on the cleanup team. The insurance industry has trusted for more than 40 years at 1-800-SERVPRO and servpro.com. That's where you'll find a team of specialists that's faster to any size disaster. So when the things matter most are on the line, make sure we are too by calling 1-800-SERVPRO or visiting servpro.com, helping make fire and water damage like it never happened happened. Franchises are independently owned and operated. This is Sean Denson Jr. and you are listening to Gateway Grizzly Baseball on the Grizzly Media Network. Taylor Lane leads off the bottom of the third for the Otters and takes an Ian Kyle a curveball for strike one to start us. With Evansville ahead 5 0 after two and a half from Bossy Field in southwest Indiana. Hey, Gatter back with you. The pitch. Lane takes a curve low. One ball and one strike. And the Otters first baseman who had a two run single in the first inning. 
The first two of five runs the Otters scored in that opening frame to take this 5-0 lead. Swing and a foul tip. One ball and two strikes. That caught Zach Taylor awkwardly behind the plate. He's going to take a moment to get himself ready again to continue. Rob Calabrese and Hunter Cullen will follow the, the 5, 6, and 7 Evansville hitters. I was informed uh, during the break, by the way, by uh, Otter's public address announcer and uh, media relations man, Zane Clodfeld, that Bob Greasy played his high school football here at Bossy Field for now defunct Rex Monday. One and two pitch. Lane swings and lifts a fly ball to right. Woodcock moves back. Stops well in front of the track, makes the catch. Grizzlies outfield, kind of like that series at Windy City in the early part of this month, playing farther and farther in as the series goes on because the Otters have just looped one hit after another into the shallow outfield. Here's Rob Calabrese, the DH tonight. Number 25, the designated hitter, Rob Calabrese. Calabrese walked and scored back in the first inning. Five nothing Otters, one out, nobody out of the home third. As further evidence of uh, how proud the Otters are of their sporting culture and the people they produce, pitch on the way. Calabrese takes just low for a ball. How proud Evansville is at large of the sporting culture of the people this, this town has produced. When uh, Zane announces the major league scores here at Bossy Field, 1-0 pitch, curve taken for a strike. He starts with the local scores of interest, potentially not even doing the major league scoreboard in its entirety. Sometimes he does, but he'll always start with the local scores. One and one pitch, fastball taken for a knee-high strike. That was close. One and two, and uh, typically that means the Cardinals and the Cubs first. They dominate this area. Usually gives Cleveland and Cincinnati scores. Typically Pittsburgh is in there as well. The uh, Pirates AAA team is in Indianapolis. 1-2 pitch. Calabrese takes outside. Two balls, two strikes. But somewhere after the Cardinals and the Cubs, and before you get to the rest of the scoreboard, he gives the Marlins scores. Anybody think why that would be? What do the Marlins have to do with Evansville? Because let me tell you, Miami and Evansville don't have a lot in common. One out, nobody on. Five nothing otters in the third. Two and two pitch. Calabrese takes a slider just low. Where are the knees? Nobody knows. Three balls, two strikes. Hunter Cullen on deck. Anyway, the uh, commonality between Miami and Evansville right now has to do with just one man, the manager of the Marlins, Don Mattingly. And they will usually announce it as Don Mattingly's Marlins. Pay on pitch. Calabrese swings and misses over a fastball and strikes out. That is four Ks for Cajalo, all swinging, and all brought to you by Julie. The Illinois one-call system. Here's the center fielder, Hunter Cullen. Number one, the center fielder, Hunter Cullen. No one's below. Before you dig, always call Tuli at 811 or visit IllinoisOneCall.com. Cullen, the left-handed batter, had a walk for an RBI with the bases loaded, brought in the third of five Evansville runs in the first inning. Otters lead 5-0 still as we play with two outs and nobody out of the home third. Pitch to him. Is popped up, foul left side out of play. That overhead foul ball brought to you by Nets Construction. Choose the best and never regret On uh, Wikipedia, there are a couple of concerts in the 70s listed as notable enough to uh, deserve recognition. Held at this ballpark. 
Ike and Tina Turner were here from IF72. Kyle Moe's pitch. Fastball lined over second base and down to the right field of base hit. Helen is on for the second time, this time with a single. Two out base runner for the Otters. Kyle Moe is still searching for his first true one two three inning of the night. In 1974, in August, the Almond Brothers band, Alvin Bishop and Oreo Speedwagon. Otters home third. Cullen now at first. He has considerable speed. 15 steals on 22 tries. Ian's pitch to Mike Rizzatello is a fastball foul back. Rizzatello struck out his first time. The second of four now for Kahaloa this evening. Ian is up to 72 pitches. But more than half of those, considerably more than half, came in the first inning. Patrick Boyle and Jason Seaver are both stretching out of the Grizzlies bullpen. Foul ground up the left field line. Owings holds Cullen at first. He's out to a pretty big lead. Here's the pitch. Swinging a bouncing ball toward third. Just fouled. Loved by Jones behind the back, but he was on the wrong side of the foul line. No balls and two strikes on Rizzatello. With two outs. And uh, if anything was going to stop Cullen from running, it would be the scoreboard. But I don't know that a five-run lead in the third inning would be enough to do that. Pitch on the way. Rizzatello takes outside. A ball and two strikes. On our Husky Trailways out-of-town scoreboard, Florence has pulled ahead at home 5-3, to three, a thudding over Joliet. One-two pitch. Rizzatello checks his swing, takes a slider down and away. Two balls, two strikes. Schaumburg leads 2-0 in the third at Windy City. Lake Erie up 4-2, fifth inning at Southern Illinois. Washington at River City already speeding along to the fifth inning. No score. Five-nothing honors here in the third. Two balls and two strikes now on Rizzatello. Kahaloa ready. Throw to first, and Cullen dives back ahead of Owings tag. So as the scores stand, Evansville would hold on to first place, both in the West Division and in the league at large. The pitch, Cullen runs, Rizzatello takes low, Taylor's throw is high, Cullen is safe. 16th steal on the year on 23 attempts. He's in the scoring position with two men out in the third. Otters try to extend their 5-0 lead. And the count, meanwhile, has gone full. Three balls and two strikes on Rizzatello. But as it stands, Evansville in first. Florence would remain a half game behind. River City, we don't have a score on, so we can't say. Southern Illinois would drop to five back of the Otters. And they would be in a bad spot, trying to find a way to come back and get into the Frontier League playoffs. If Southern Illinois loses, it would pretty much take a River City loss. In fact, it would take a River City loss stay in the playoff mix. Payoff pitch. Swing and a line drive down the left field line. Foul. And 
matters with a win, regardless what else happens, will clinch a playoff spot. Their division title pursuit very well might come down to the very last day of the season. Payoff again. Rizzatello fouls it back off his hands. Bearded Ronnie batting. Otter's catcher. Brought to you by Hetz Construction. Choose the best and never regret it. a big lead at second, 3-2 pitch again. Rizzatello checks his swing, takes a fastball high, ball four. First walk of the inning, fifth for Kahalua tonight. Two otters on with two outs for J.J. Gould, who had a two-out, two-run single this last time in the first inning. Number 27, shortstop J.J. Gould. to righty, here it is. Gould swings at a fastball, pops it up, found it out of play. That overhead foul ball brought to you by Hetz Construction. Choose the best and never regret it. at second, Rizzatello at first, 5 nothing honors in the home third. Gould hitting under the Mendoza line, but had that single the right fielders last time. The pitch. He swings and lifts a fly ball right field, carrying pretty well, but Woodcock angles back into his right. He's underneath it, makes the one-hand catch above his cap, and the inning is over. No runs, one hit, two honors left. We head to the fourth. Evansville 5, gateway nothing on the Grizzlies Media Network. The Grizzlies Baseball Academy at GCS Ballpark is where tomorrow's stars train today. We specialize in professional baseball instruction and offer group, semi-private, and private lessons taught by experienced instructors and the most realistic hitting experience you'll find, the ProBatter PX2. The ProBatter PX2 features a multi-pitch machine with synchronized video display to simulate live Major League quality pitching. To schedule your lesson, call 618-781-8170 or visit grizzliesbaseballacademy.com. That's 618-781-8170 or grizzliesbaseballacademy.com. Innovation is growing in the cornfields of America. Over the past 12 years, America's family corn farmers have produced the 12 largest corn crops in history, and they've done it with less fertilizer, fewer chemicals, and less land. Using groundbreaking technology and new management practices to grow food, feed, fuel, and fiber. In other words, America's family corn farmers continue to grow corn better than anyone else and better than ever before. Discover more at cornfarmerscoalition.org. A message from the Illinois Corn Checkoff. GCS Credit Union offers Casasa Cash Back, a free checking account that gives you cash back on all of your debit card purchases, not just on gas or groceries or restaurants. There are no points and no category restrictions, just pure cash back. You also get ATM fee refunds nationwide, and there is no minimum balance required to earn rewards. None of that, you must have $5,000 in the account to qualify business. Qualifications and rules apply. See financial institution for details. Member NCUA insured. 
You're listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network. GCN's Credit Union will turn your kids to the Rockstar Savers. Just $5 opens a savings account, and all GCN's youth clubs are free. Visit MyGCSCU.com. That's MyGCSCU.com for more details. So here's Dustin Woodcock to lead off for the Grizzlies in the top of the fourth, trailing Evansville 5 0. Woodcock, the lefty batter. Popped up to second base his first time against the right hander Quintana, who works out of the stretch. Sets out of the bell. And lets it fly. Woodcock swings at a fastball, pops it off the end of his bat into shallow left toward the foul line. Greasehaber sprints to his right, crosses over into foul territory and makes the catch of the Grizzlies' bullpen. Number five, second baseman, Andrew Daniel. Very nice play by Greasehaber. Woodcock is 0 for 2, and here's the Grizzlies' cleanup man, Andrew Daniel. Right-hander against right-hander this time. Daniel flat out to center on a well-hit ball in the second inning. The pitch. Andrew takes a fastball just off the outside around the knees. One ball and no strikes. There's not been a lot of give out there from Preston Childers this evening. Our plate umpire. Quintana the stretch and the 1-0 pitch. Daniel swings and fouls it off. Right side out of play. A ball to the strike. He'll be followed by Sean Dunstan, Jr. The Grizzlies have one hit and a walk against Quintana. One and one pitch. Daniel swings and grounds one sharply down the third base line. A fair ball and hopped up over the back and down into the corner. Caroms awkwardly past Greasehaber, and that allows Daniel to jog uncontestedly into second base with a stand-up double. Grizzlies have two hits, both of them two baggers. White a double in the third, and Daniel a one-out double in the fourth, his 19th of the year, two off Cotter Owings' team lead. Daniel into scoring position. Grizzlies still looking for their first run, trailing 5-0 in the fourth. Daniel now at second base with one out for Sean Dunstan Jr., who walked his first time. He and Greg White, the only Grizzlies not retired, the first trip through the gateway batting order for Quintana. Bearded right-hander works for the first base out of the rubber. He eyes Daniel at second, who has J.J. Gould, the shortstop, sliding over behind him, shading up the bat. Quintana brings it home. Dunstan takes high ball one. Sean has yet to see a strike, a four-pitch walk in the second, and now he's ahead of all the no strikes in the fourth. Outfield plays Sean to pull. The pitch. Taken for a strike. Fastball caught the outer edge. One and one. That was a close call. Quintana into his stretch, looks to Daniel at second and deals, swinging a line drive fouled off the right side and it buries itself 
in the near the Otters bullpen bench where everybody bailed out. No damage done. Sean just trying to intimidate for purposes later on in the ball game. Make sure they remember that if they come in and face him in the final inning. The pitch. Sean takes outside. Two balls, two strikes. Husky Trailways out of town scoreboard. The Freedom have extended their lead 6-3 at home down in Florence. Eighth inning over Joliet. That'll put pressure on the Otters. Quintana's 2-2 two two offering. Dunstan swings at a curveball, tops it high, had a couple of hops to Taylor Lane at first, and he's going to win the race. Sean is there, an infield single. Quintana didn't get over, and Lane was lackadaisical. Lane was planning on just flipping it to Quintana, who I guess thought Lane was going to go to the bag himself and didn't hustle over there. So nobody was there in time by the time Lane realized that and started to turn on the Jets to head to first base. Dunstan had beaten the play. So he has reached base twice. Daniel moves to third, and there are Grizzlies on the corners with one out for Wesley Jones. It's a fortunate infield single for Sean. Back to that thought of the Husky Trailways out of town scoreboard. Florence is going to put pressure on Evansville because even when the Freedom get three more outs and win that ball game over Joliet, they will, for the moment, move into a tie with the Otters, although Evansville still has the tiebreak against them, but it would be a tie in top of the division until this game ends, so it would put the pressure on the Otters if they were to blow this lid and allow Gateway to come back. Florence would move into first place alone. Pitch to Jones, Dunstan runs, curve taken for a strike, throw nearly takes Quintana's head off, and Dunstan slides awkwardly at a second safely. Hopefully he's okay. I think he is, and just skinned his knee. And that's what it looks like. At first, he kind of crunched in on a foot first slide with his left foot into second base, and I was concerned about his ankle or lower leg. Now it looks like it was the leg that he had folded underneath, his right one, or maybe he cut something up on his upper shin or around his knee. Looks like it's probably stinging him, but hopefully nothing serious. It's a steal for Dunstan, his 36th of the year to lead the league and extend his Grizzlies single season record. He's now 36 out of 43. Daniel at third, Dunson at second, one out. Gateway trails 5 nothing in the fourth. But Jones with a base hit. Could get the Grizzlies a couple of runs on the board. Quintana ready, one strike offering. Jones takes a slider outside. One ball, one strike. Wesley hit the ball hard off of Quintana, his first at bat in the second inning. But put a little bit too much air under his line drive, slicing it a right, and in the end it was a simple catch for McNamee. Quintana stretches and delivers. Jones swings at a ranking ball, lines it toward the middle, into center field, the base hit. Daniel scores, Dunstan waved home, Cullen's throw is cut off. It's a two-run Jones single, and the Grizzlies are on the board in the fourth inning. Gateway cuts Evansville's lead to 5-2 in the series finale. Number 19, designated hitter, Gunnar Buhner. 
Jones has driven in six now across his first 16 Grizzlies games. A two-run single brings up Gunnar Buhner. Seventh batting Grizzlies DH, who had a rocket line drive his first time, but it was right at the shortstop Gould who made the catch to end the second inning. Right-hander against right-hander. Buhner crowds the plate a touch back of the box ever so upright stands. The pitch. Gunner takes a curve for strike one. Quintana just now hit 50 pitches. Cajaloa nearly got to 50 in the first inning. There's one down at the top of the fourth. The Grizzlies now trail only five to two. The pitch. Buhner takes a curve high. One ball and one strike. Gateway has had comparably good success against Quintana compared to other Frontier League clubs. But he was with Joliet. Grizzlies' first road game of the year back on May the 15th. He started that game that ended up going 13 innings that the Grizzlies won. Six to five. He did not factor in the decision. Quintana went five and two thirds innings, two runs on three hits. He struck out seven and one, four. And then it is Otter's debut. The Grizzlies got five runs off of him, all learned in six innings. One and one pitch. Buter swings at a curve, lines it to short again. Gould makes the head-eye catch. A throwback to first, gets away from Lane, and Jones scampers up to second and stops there. So in the end, it moves Jones into scoring position with two outs on the throwing air by Gould. Gunnar Buter has hit a couple of 90, if not 100-mile-an-hour line drives right in the shortstop Gould, and he is somehow 0 for 2. What poor luck for Buter this evening. And perhaps we're seeing the evening out of his fortunate hit yesterday. He had two singles, the only Grizzlies multi-hit game. And he was fortunate, I thought, to get one in the seventh inning on a line drive to left that it looked like Keith Grieshaber caught on a dive. But uh, Tom Swoboda, who was umpiring behind the plate yesterday, said no catch. So an E6, first error of the game for either team. It's charged to Gould, Jones to second. Here's Greg White, doubled his first time. The pitch. Curveball taken, just low ball one. Quintana seems like he's uh, relying an, awfully, an awful lot on the hammer as this game has gone on. Five two outers, fourth inning. Jones at second base, two out. This would be a big hit from White if the Grizzlies could get it and cut the lead down to two. That would be just about anybody's ball game. Middle innings now. White swings at a fastball, lifts it to center field. Helen has a beat on it though, going back into his left, stops underneath it, makes the two hand catch, and the inning is over. So White one for two, the Grizzlies ran a man in second, but they scored three runs, or uh, two runs on three hits, and an honors error. Bottom of the fourth is next, 5-2 Evansville on the Grizzlies Media Network. Every time you grab an ice-cold 20-ounce Pepsi, you'll find a Pepsi emoji on the side of the bottle, a little design that expresses something fun and unique. Pepsi has literally hundreds of different ones. So while the Pepsi delivers this, the Pepsi emoji delivers this. Crack open a Pepsi. And tell the world how you feel and what you love with Pepsi emojis. Because every Pepsi emoji says something a little different about you. Whether you're a big sports fan, you're into the arts, love summer fun, music concerts, or just walking your dog, Pepsi has you covered with a Pepsi emoji that says it just the right way. Pepsi emojis. Say it with Pepsi.
Megan, that's my neighbor on her patio, which is OMG, stop. right next to mine. I want to buy a home, but I want something specific, quiet, plus outdoor space to relax. I'm using the U.S. Bank loan portal for my mortgage because I can check in on the process from anywhere, which makes it that much simpler and more convenient to buy. Your home, your mortgage, your way. Go to usbank.com to learn more. U.S. Bank, the power of possible. Loan approval subject to credit approval and program guidelines. Interest rates and program terms subject to change without notice. Mortgage and deposit products offered by U.S. Bank National Association. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. This is Brent Sakurai, and you're listening to the Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network. batter Keith Greasehaver. The pitch. He takes a fastball strike on the outside of the knee. Greasehaver has a walk and a strikeout. One or uh, rather 0 for 1 with a run scored that came back in the first inning when the Otters had all five of their runs. They lead 5-2 in the fourth. One strike pitch is popped up foul. Right side out of play. And it snowballs two strikes. Low, and it's one ball, two strikes now. <laughs> Ryan Long on deck. Base is empty, one out, last of the four. Here's the pitch. Ray Saber swings and bounces a breaking ball towards first. Owings way off the back. Kyle Long wasn't covering. Can he win the race? No. Ray Saber dives in head first with an infield single. Just didn't 
get over and cover the bank. Otters have that mistake at the top of this inning. Grizzlies return the favor in the bottom half. He's got to be over there. There's no excuse. Kahaloa didn't see that Owings was coming off the line to make the play, which was a smart decision. Now, could he have gone over toward first and allowed Daniel to glove it? Probably. Number but he's not seven, an actual first baseman. And he goes and makes a play of the baseball. And Kahaloa been running over there right away. It would have been an easy play to get Greasy. Here's the lefty hitter long. That goes as a single for Grease Saber, who's now one for two with a walk. Long takes just off the outer edge of all. out of the stretch now for the first base out of the rubber. Sets at the belt buckle and deals. Swing and miss by Long and a breaking ball though. One ball and one strike. He has struck out and won. And it'll be followed barring a double play by the cleanup man Elijah McNamee. Grizzlies did turn a double play to get out of the second inning. They trail five to two in the home four. Ian Reddy. Throw to first. Grease Saber dives back. <laughs> Middle infielders are double played out. Owings holds Grease Saber, who's out to a pretty big lead. He has good speed. A one on one delivery. Long swings and misses. Led on a belt tie heater. A ball that two strikes. Grease Saber has swiped 22 bases. He's been caught nine times. They're not terrific efficiency, somewhere in the low 70%. Ian's one and two delivery. Take it high, two balls, two strikes. Sixth inning at Southern Illinois. That score has not changed. Schaumburg up 4-0 in Windy City. Washington has taken a 1-0 lead. Seventh inning at River City. And the Grizzlies trail 5-2 here in the fourth in Evansville. So as it stands, it would be Evansville in first. Florence a half game back. 
Everybody ready. Pitch to McNamee is ticked foul. River City three back, Southern Illinois four. Or in fact, Southern Illinois five, I should say. Still two behind the Rascals. Grizzlies would be 19 back. And Gateway's lead over Washington, trying for a ninth out of 10 teams in the league, trying to avoid the worst record, would be down to one game with three to play this weekend. Throw to first and long dives back, which would mean to taking into account the tiebreaker that essentially we'd have a, uh, a three game series with the losing team taking the moniker of worst record into the offseason. 5 2 honors, two down, fourth inning, one strike pitch. McNamee takes a curve for strike two. He has singled and grounded into the aforementioned double play that finished the second inning. One for two with a run scored. See, with two strikes and two outs now, Three Saber would think about running. Kahaloa sets, pitches. McNamee fouls it back. Three Saber was not on the move. And you wonder as well how much longer Ian has in this game. Next pitch will be his 95th of the evening. 57 strikes, 37 balls for him thus far. He threw well over 40 in the first inning alone. Greasehaber runs this time on a curve foul back. That overhead foul ball brought to you by Heads Construction. Choose the best and never regret it. Stretch again. Two strike pitch. McNamee swings at a high fastball foul, so that'll play. <laughs> Taylor flashes the sign, the pitch. Swing and a line drive towards center base hit. Greasehaber motors to second, takes a wide turn, but staggers to a stop. Throw from Dunstan, sailed everybody, went to the Grizzlies' third base dugout, and everybody moves up. Second and third now. Greasehaber had come to a stop, and Sean Dunstan Jr. heaved it over the cutoff man, over the third baseman Jones, where nobody was backing up, all the way to the Grizzlies' dugout. Just one thing after another. It's an E8. McNamee gets a single before the error. And now second and third on account of the Grizzlies' first error of the ball game, their first since Tuesday. Number 10, the first baseman, Taylor Lane. And now Taylor Lane, who has made his living for the honors, trying to get runs. Batting average coming in just 250. No homers. But counting his two-run single and run scored in the first, he has 20 RBIs in 28 games with Evansville. He's one for two tonight, had a fly to right his last time, leading off the third. Second and third, two down. Five, two otters in the fourth. Right-hander to right-hander. Here it is. Lane swings and bounces one up third and foul. Took a couple of hops up and over the rudder. Greasehaver at third who ducked underneath it. Play, take your lead and foul ground. We're nailed by a bouncing ball. Just a foul ball. Painful one. Foul on the legs.
pitch. Lane takes a curve in the dirt, down and away, smothered by Taylor, one ball, one strike. Spit on the knees, right side. Holds his hands high near his right ear. Pitch to him is swung out and missed. He was laid on a fastball, and the end just clipped it. But it's two balls, two strikes regardless. a little circle of the bat that he holds high. Burgundy barrel waves over his shoulder. Pitch to him. So I'm going to pop up. Shallow right. Second baseman Daniel goes back. Makes the call. 10 or 15 feet into the grass. Makes the catch. The inning is over. No runs for the Otters despite a couple of singles in the Grizzlies' air. They leave two men in scoring position. We've played four complete for Bossy Field. 5-2 Evansville on the Grizzlies Media Network. GCS Credit Union offers Casasa Cash Back, a free checking account that gives you cash back on all of your debit card purchases, not just on gas or groceries or restaurants. There are no points and no category restrictions, just pure cash back. You also get ATM fee refunds nationwide, and there is no minimum balance required to earn rewards. None of that, you must have $5,000 in the account to qualify business. Qualifications and rules apply. See financial institution for details. Member NCUA insured. The National Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum in Cooperstown is the place where baseball legends live forever. It's where the exciting moments of today stand along the iconic tales of the past. With new exhibits and artifacts telling incredible stories, the Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum is a must-see destination for fans of all ages. Baseball in Cooperstown. Oh, my. Plan your visit today. Check out BaseballHall.org. Innovation is growing in the cornfields of America, and it's making a huge difference in America's balance of trade. One-third of the world's corn exports come from the United States. In fact, America's corn farmers exported $6.4 billion worth of corn last year, one of the few U.S. products with a trade surplus. So when America's family corn farmers bring in their golden crop each year, they're also doing their part to put our nation in the black. Discover more at cornfarmerscoalition.org. A message from the Illinois Corn Checkoff. Now back to the ballpark on the Grizzlies Media Network. 9-1-2 to bat for the Grizzlies. Zach Taylor, Connor Owings, and Brent Sakurai. With Gateway trailing Evansville 5-2 as we start the top of the fifth inning. Slow-moving ball game this evening in the series finale. That's been the case for all three games in this series. 
Right-hander against right-hander. Matt Quintana out of the stretch. Delivers to Taylor, who takes a fastball down and outside for a ball. And Quintana kind of stumbled a little bit off the third base out of the mound. He's going to take a moment and scratch at the landing spot of that dirt mound with his right cleat. Taylor grounded at first, and it's only advanced so far tonight. That came in the third inning. The 1-0 pitch. Zach takes a knee-high fastball for a strike. He didn't care for that call. At times, Preston Childers has not wanted to give the call. I think that's part of the reason this game has taken as long as it has so far. And been played at this pace is there haven't been a lot of uh, quick plate appearances, in part because even when our pitchers have been in the strike zone, in particular when Kahaloa has, but a one offering. Swing on a soft line drive, fisted towards short. Easy catch, J.J. Gould. Step to his left. Another line out to short, although this one not hit nearly as hard as the pair of line drives that have been out. Soft better Buters. The so here's Connor Owings, who has struck out twice. 0 for 2 tonight, 0 for 11 with 8 Ks in the series. 5 2 honors, 1 out, nobody on top of the fifth. But uh, even when Kaaloa has been in the strike zone consistently, Preston Childers has not wanted to give him an inch below the knees, give him an inch off the outside corner, what have you. He's not budging even a little bit. Pitch to Owings is taken out of the belt for a strike. Kaaloa has walked five in four innings tonight, which means Grizzlies pitchers combined have walked 20 in 20 innings in this series. They've hit six, although none yet tonight. Quintana into the stretch. And the one strike pitch. Swing and a miss. Owings chase low, and it's 0-2 on Connor. Who all of a sudden does not seem like he's seeing the ball well at all in this series after he had a seven-game hitting streak through the end of the Grizzlies' last homestand Sunday. Gateway back home tomorrow, 6.50. Budweiser pregame show, 7.05 first pitch for the opener of a three-game series against Washington. Quintana ahead 0-2, here it is. Owings takes a curve strike three call. Three strikeouts for Owings. Three of the four Quintana has tonight. Two gone to the fifth, and Brent Sakurai will miss. Shortstop, Brent Sakurai. Right-handed Rain Letkovit is the Grizzlies' scheduled starter tomorrow night. Canadian 4-4 four four with a 3.42 earned run average. Right-hander against right-hander, Quintana sets. And his pitch to Sakurai. Has a curve taken, low ball one. Fred is fly to right and struck out. He and Connor Owings, the top two spots in the Grizzlies batting order, have accounted for all four of Quintana's strikeouts tonight. The wild thing starter will be Michael Austin, a right-hander as well. The pitch. Sakurai takes a knee-high fastball for a strike. It's one and one. Five-two, Otters lead. Two outs, nobody out. And the Grizzlies have the fifth. Austin is five and eight with a 4.25 earned run average this season. It'll be his 20th start. Pitch to Sack is popped up. Foul ground, first base side. Lane moves back into his left. He has plenty of room on the foul ground. Grass makes the catch, and the inning is over. One, two, three, frame four, Quintana halfway through this one. Five, two, Otters on the Grizzlies media network. 
Budweiser presents an important message about friendship. You and me, we were made for love. A lifetime is not long enough to show you what you mean to me. Budweiser knows your friends are counting on you. So, we want you to remember to make a plan to make it home every time you go out. Do whatever it takes to get home safely. Call a friend, arrange for a cab, or designate a driver. Because friends are waiting. Hey, I'm sorry. I decided I shouldn't drive home last night. I've stayed at Dave's. I'm back. I'm back. Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> this message is brought to you by your friends at Budweiser. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Innovation is growing in the cornfields of America. Family corn farmers have planted more than 1.2 million miles of conservation buffer strips to protect the soil, improve water quality in lakes and streams, and create acres and acres of wildlife habitat. So corn farmers aren't planting just corn. They're planting the seeds for future generations to enjoy what Mother Nature has created for all of us. Discover more at cornfarmerscoalition.org. A message from the Illinois Corn Checkoff. This is Jeff Manzo, and you're listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media. Rob Calabrese leads off the last of the fifth for the honors up 5-2 on the Grizzlies after four and a half. The 6-7 and 8 hitters for the Grizzlies against Gateway right at Ian Cajaloa, who's had 103 pitches, 64 of which have been strikes, but he is back out for the fifth. Matt Quintana in sharp contrast, or stark contrast. Friday to righty, here's the pitch. Calabrese takes low ball one, has thrown only 63 pitches through five innings. Cajaloa, 104. And he just started the fifth himself. Calabrese swings at a curve, grounds it to third. Jones gobbles it up, fires across the diamond. There's one out. Calabrese is now 0 for 2 with a walk and a run. Any base runners in this inning for the Otters will bring up the nine batter, J.J. Gould, for his third plate appearance already. Number one is center fielder Hunter Collins. A single and a steal in the third. Right hander Kahaloa out of the windup from the first base out of the rubber. He peers over his glove for the sign and brings it home. Cullen takes a bouncer for ball one.
Here's the righty batter, Rizzatello, a strikeout at a walk. Cajaloa is to the belt, down the pitch. Rizzatello grounds it a short. Cullen holds it second. Sakurai scoops it cleanly, shuffles and throws to first. A little low, but an ankle-high catch by Owings, and Rizzatello is the second out. Cullen holds at second base the entire play, and here is the aforementioned hotter shortstop, Mr. J.J. Gould. Number 27, the shortstop, J.J. Gould. is low ball one. Ready batter Gould had a two-run single in the first inning. He fly to right his last time in the third. Held it at second, two down. The pitch. Swing at a number and then caught Gould on the front foot before it rolled toward the infield grass on the left side. So it's one ball and one strike. Open stance, back of the box, bend of the knees. No batting gloves. Pitch to him is a curve taken for strike two. As the tight Navy athletic tape around both of his wrists, but no batting gloves, and he chokes up a finger or two off the handle of his pale bat. Kahaloa for the belt, one and two offering to Gould on the way. Swing and a miss. He lunged at a slider and didn't get it. Strikeout for Kahaloa. That's his fifth. And it's transcolored at second to end the inning. So Kahaloa labors through, in the end, 112 pitches. And likely that will be it for him after five innings. Jason Seaver starting to lose it at the Grizzlies path. 5-2 Evansville. To the sixth we go on the Grizzlies media Network. Consider the cup holder. There's probably one feeling empty next to you right now. No refreshing Pepsi and no hope. Look at it. Really, really look. Are you looking? Just look at it, won't you? All across the country, cup holders just like yours are being abused, deprived of Pepsi, forgotten. Instead of a refreshing Pepsi, some of them are being filled with loose change or crumbled up drive through receipts or is that a what of used chewing gum? <sighs> Clean your car. But what if you could help? Both of you, or all of you, there's really no way for me to know how many of you are in your car. I hope there's not 10 of you. That would be really unsafe. Get a Pepsi and refresh a cup holder's life. Our cup holders and our thirsts are counting on it. In fact, I'm having a refreshing Pepsi right now. Ah, that is refreshing. <clears throat> Pepsi, refresh yourself. Refill your cup holder. One small change can do a lot of good. 
That's why U.S. Bank proudly invests in communities like yours. It's also why we're celebrating good deeds being done nationwide. Because the more good we see, the more we're inspired to do the same thing. So help us spread the goodness. Use the hashtag #CommunityPossible to share a story of one good thing you've done recently. Together, we'll turn one small change from all of us into one big impact in our community. U.S. Bank: The power of possible. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Now back to the ballpark on the Grizzlies Media Network. Grizzlies order scheduled in the top of the six, trailing Evansville 5-2. The three, four, and five batters will come up. Starting with the lefty heading rookie right fielder Dustin Woodcock against Otter's right-handed starter Matt Quintana. He works out of the stretch, first base out of the rubber, brings it up. Woodcock swings and lifts a fly ball center field medium deep. Held it a couple of steps back into his lap, shuffles a bit farther, and makes the catch. Woodcock is now 0 for 3. Pop up at a couple of fly outs. That brings up Andrew Daniel, who is flying to center and Daniel scored the first of two Grizzlies runs that came across in the fourth after Evansville scored five runs back in the first. Daniel will be followed by Sean Dunstan Jr. If anybody gets on base, it would be Wesley Jones, who had both of those RBIs back in the fourth. Right-hander against right-hander. Quintana set to the belt. And let's fly. Daniel swings at a curve and pops it up. Right side of the infield, the second baseman Cronin in the end angles back into shallow right toward the foul line and makes the catch. So Grizzlies pitchers cannot possibly get a quick out. Gateway now has made two outs on two pitches from Quintana, who has thrown only 65 pitches to get through Number five and two thirds. Kahalo, meanwhile, 113 pitches to get through five. So here's the lefty batter Dunstan, who has walked, singled, stole the base, and scored a run. He's the only Grizzly. Quintana has not retired, at least among those in the starting lineup. Third baseman Long comes in a couple of steps to guard against Dunstan's speed. Pitch on the way. Sean takes a high fastball for a strike. He was probably taking that pitch all the way to avoid a three-pitch inning. Jason Seaver, as mentioned before the break, is ready in the Grizzlies bullpen. Looks as though he will be the man to come in for the home sixth. Quintana's one-strike offering to Dunstan is on the way. Sean takes a change of load. One ball, one strike. Grizzlies' final road game of the year tonight. Tomorrow, Scott Rowland bobblehead back at Sojay. 7.05 first pitch, 6.50 Budweiser pregame show. One and one delivery. Dunstan swings and fouls it off. Left side out of play, one and two. And an Abel Lincoln bobblehead Saturday presented by Illinois South Tourism. Thank you, Joe. That's construction. And on Sunday, greatest night in baseball presented by Dutch Hollow Supply. That will be an hour earlier, as usual, on Sunday, 6.05, September the 1st, to finish out the year. Nobody on, two men out. Five, two otters in the sixth. One and two pitch from Quintana on the way. Dunstan takes on it high and outside. And it's two balls, two strikes. Wesley Jones on deck. He would be next if Sean could extend this inning. The pitch. Curveball, swing and a miss. That's the chance to down it in. It strikes out. That is the fifth strikeout for Quintana, the first against anyone other than Owings or Sakurai. Home six next, 5-2 Evansville on the Grizzlies Media Network. 
Budweiser, a burger, and Thomas Rhett. When you wake up in a different city every day, there's a comfort in being able to count on something familiar. And for me, that's a Budweiser and a burger. Los Angeles, Chicago, El Paso, big or small, loud or quiet, a Bud and a burger remind me who I am and to keep doing my thing. They take me back home. The best way to get my friends and family over to my house is to tell them that I'm about to grill some burgers and drink some Bud. Nothing fancy, nothing forced, no lights, no noise, no backstage pass required. That's a Budweiser and a burger. Cheers. This Bud's for you. Enjoy responsibly. Budweiser Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. GCS Credit Union offers Kasasa Cash Back, a free checking account that gives you cash back on all of your debit card purchases, not just on gas or groceries or restaurants. There are no points and no category restrictions, just pure cash back. You also get ATM fee refunds nationwide, and there is no minimum balance required to earn rewards. None of that, you must have $5,000 in the account to qualify business. Qualifications and rules apply. See financial institution for details. Member NCUA insured. This is Jason Siever, and you're listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network. Twisted Key Escape Rooms. If you're looking for a fun collaborative activity with family, friends, or colleagues, head to Twisted Key Escape Rooms in Collinsville and embrace the challenge of a physical adventure game in which your team solves a series of puzzles and riddles using clues, hints, and strategy to escape the room. For more information, visit TwistedKeyEscape.com. Zebra takes over for Ian Kahaloa, who went five innings, allowed five runs, all learned on eight hits. He struck out five and walked five. 112 pitches, 70 of which were strikes. Those 112 deliveries from Kahaloa are a career high. The five walks match a career high, as do the five runs, as do the five earned runs. Seaver, a 5'11", 190-pound southpaw, 24 years old from Hayward, California, 2-1 with a 2.25 earned run average. This marks his 44th appearance for the Grizzlies, all in relief this year. 44 games would have set. A new Grizzlies single-season record if Grant Black hadn't beaten him to it. 48 innings, 52 strikeouts, 15 wides. The league is hitting 210 against the diminutive left-hander out of the University of Arizona. Line to the pitch. David Cronin takes low for ball one. Lefty batting honors leadoff man, the first to face Seaver. Cronin is one for three. Leadoff double and a run in the first. He has since slide to center and grounded a short. Seaver winds to the third base out of the rubber and deals. Cronin takes a fastball to Bell for a strike to even the count at one and one. Keith Greasehaber and Ryan Long to follow with the top third of the outer's order schedule the bat. And the home six setting, Evansville five and gateway two. Seaver steps off the back of the rubber with a count at a ball and one strike. He last pitched against River City Sunday. Got the win. What at one pitch? Ball taken for a belt high strike. He got out of a pair of bases loaded jams in that appearance, inning in the third, no runs, one hit, four strikeouts, one walk. A 12 3 Grizzlies win. That was 3 3 when he came in. The offense stretched it out to 10 3 
the bottom of the seventh inning. One and two pitch. There's a slider off the outside, two and two. And so Seaver had a relatively low pressure eighth inning. Although the Rascals did load on the bases, the Grizzlies had a, added another two runs in the eighth and won it 12 to three. That finished off their first sweep and first four game winning streak of 2019. Two and two offering. Cronin swings at a fastball, lifts a fly, medium deep right field toward the foul line. Woodcock to his left, has room in fair territory, pats his glove and makes the catch. So Cronin one out of four, one man out in the last of the sixth. Barring a Grizzlies come from behind victory tonight, four game winning streak will be their longest of the year. They only have three left after this evening and trail five, two in the sixth. Here's Keith Greeshaver. Number five, the left fielder Keith Greeshaver. Greeshaver's one for two, a single his last time. Before that, he struck out. Back in the first inning, he walked and scored. Lefty against righty. Jason steps off the back of the rubber again. Wonder if he's having a hard time getting on the same page with Taylor. Now the pitch. Greeshaver takes a change up low. And it's one ball and no strikes. As it stands, unlikely that we'll see Jeff Bramblett tonight. Grizzlies closer, named Frontier League Relief Pitcher of the Year today. Curve low, two balls, no strikes. He pitched yesterday with the gateway behind, simply because he hadn't pitched since Friday. Grizzlies down three as we play in the sixth. Two and O pitch. Free saber fouls a high fastball back. Those of you turned into the Budweiser pregame show. Heard from Bramblett on his honor on the season. Away from the field a little bit as well. His relationship with Chris Card and Rain Letkeman, a couple of Grizzly starters with whom he has been host brothers, if you will. Two and one pitch. Nearly hits Greasehaber. A curve bounces in his right-handed batter's box. It's three balls and a strike. He managed to evade it. 5-2 Otters. One out, nobody on. Home sixth. And uh, the congratulations came in over Twitter as well. For both of his brothers. Swing on a ground ball, slowly hit to short. Sakurai comes in, gloves it, slings submarines down the first. Got retires Greasehaber on a broken bat ground out, six to three in the scoreboard. Two up and two down against Jason Seaver. And Ryan Long now announced today as the Frontier League's Morgan Burkhardt Award winner, the league's most valuable player. Comes to the fight. He is 0 for 2, strikeout, walk, fly to center. But uh, Jeff's brother Bradley. Quipped that he was 25 years old the last time Bramblett gave up an earned run. That was a few months ago. He's not wrong. June the 16th. Now about two and a half months back was the last time anybody scored an earned run against Bramblett, whose ERA is 0.51 for the year. Long swings on a fastball and tops it off the first base side foul. And his younger brother Jay, who is a few days away from starting his freshman season, as likely Notre Dame's starting putter on the football field. 
Notre Dame will be the final game of the weekend featured nationally Monday evening in Louisville. One strike pitch. There's a curve that bounces in one ball and one strike. Irish will be playing the Louisville Cardinals. Bramblett said he couldn't be more proud of his brother. Works harder than anyone he's ever met. God has special things in store in due time. And he said, hashtag prepare for rain. Pitch up and in, two balls, one strike. And uh, I would guess, based on the context of the statement, that that uh, comes from a story that I first heard as a kid relayed in a, in a movie called Facing the Giants about a, a high school football coach who was struggling with uh, a losing team at a school that had a history of losing. Two and one pitch, take an eye, fastball for ball three, and uh, life has kind of beaten him down a little bit. In the way that it does a player who's released, a player who's never known any kind of significant setbacks in his athletic career, like Jeff Bramlett, at least as a baseball player, things have always gone right. Star at Alabama, three and one pitch. So I got a foul, three and two. And was released by the Royals after the, or early on before the 2018 season, I suppose. Bouncing back this year as a 24-year-old. So it, it bears uh, some parallels, and the story is about couple of different farmers who are going through droughts praying for rain. Payoff pitch. Swing got a bouncing ball up first and foul. Two outs, nobody on. 5-2, Evansville in the sixth. Still three balls, two strikes on long. And one of them, oh, they both pray for rain, but only one of them goes out and actually prepares his fields for rain. The other one doesn't do it because it's a drought. Why would he? And the moral of it is, well, which one expects to get the rain for which he's praying? And it would be the one who prepared his fields to receive it. Payoff pitch. Long tops it foul again. And if you can't call what Jeff is doing this year, preparing for rain, I don't know what else you could call it. So it's an apt analogy or illusion from his younger brother Jay on Twitter to say that, of course, Jeff doesn't know what's going to happen next. And it might be hard to keep the faith Payoff pitch again. Long takes a curve that nicked him as it went by. That's the seventh batter Grizzlies pitchers have hit in this series. Long is down to first. And it's interesting, too, because the Otters came in leading the league and hit batsmen. They had nailed 83 batters with pitches coming into this series. Over 90 games. But it's the Grizzlies who have been hitting batters. Gateway pitching now, 21 and two-thirds innings in this series. 20 walks and seven hit batters. Here's the running batting cleanup man, Elijah McNamee, who's two for three, couple of singles that sandwiched a second inning ground ball into a double play. He's also scored a run. Seaver to the stretch for the first time, lets it fly. McNamee swings and fouls it off, right side out of play. But Jeff talks about what would he say to a scout, that he's a more confident player now than he's ever been. He said back uh, in his struggle year, when he was first pitching out of the bullpen with the Royals organization at Class A Lexington a couple of years back, that he was just trying to put the ball in the strike zone. One strike pitch. McNamee swings in front of an off-speed delivery 0-2. He was just trying to put the ball in the strike zone, hoping it would end up somewhere in there, and then they would hit it, and just the batters would put it at one of his defenders. He 
He's in a totally different place now with an earned run average that is barely 10% what it was then. Long at first, two outs, five two outers in the sixth. Seaver's two-strike offering to McNamee is on the way. It's a fastball foul back by McNamee off his hands. Otters are tough with two strikes. They just do not give away at bats. But no matter what Bramblett thinks, even with the frustrations of not having heard from a lot of teams this year, somehow having not been picked up for another chance with the Major League organization, and the uncertainty of not knowing if that will come, pitch to McNamee is outside, ball one. Even with all of that, he's still a model of professionalism this year. Grizzlies general manager Steve Gomerick said as much in his press release, said Jeff has been a valuable part of the organization and a credit to the Grizzlies both on and off the field. He's had a fantastic season. One and two pitch. McNamee swings and tips one back into Taylor's bit strike three. First Seaver strikeout the sixth. For Grizzlies pitching brought to you by Julie. The Illinois one call says of a man left at first base. So all of that, Jeff is certainly preparing his fields for rain. And no matter what happens, he will be prepared to uh, hopefully have the dream and a second chance in affiliated baseball realized sometime this offseason. Seventh inning next, 5-2 Evansville on the Grizzlies Media Network. One small change can do a lot of good. That's why U.S. Bank proudly invests in communities like yours. It's also why we're celebrating good deeds being done nationwide. Because the more good we see, the more we're inspired to do the same thing. So help us spread the goodness. Use the hashtag #CommunityPossible to share a story of one good thing you've done recently. Together, we'll turn one small change from all of us into one big impact in our community. U.S. Bank, the power of possible. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. The Grizzlies Baseball Academy at GCS Ballpark is where tomorrow's stars train today. We specialize in professional baseball instruction and offer group, semi-private, and private lessons taught by experienced instructors and the most realistic hitting experience you'll find, the ProBatter PX2. The ProBatter PX2 features a multi-pitch machine with synchronized video display to simulate live Major League quality pitching. To schedule your lesson, call 618-781-8170 or visit grizzliesbaseballacademy.com. That's 618-781-8170 or grizzliesbaseballacademy.com. Innovation is growing in the cornfields of America. Over the past 12 years, America's family corn farmers have produced the 12 largest corn crops in history, and they've done it with less fertilizer, fewer chemicals, and less land. Using groundbreaking technology and new management practices to grow food, feed, fuel, and fiber. In other words, America's family corn farmers continue to grow corn better than anyone else and better than ever before. Discover more at cornfarmerscoalition.org. A message from the Illinois Corn Checkoff. You're listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network. Wesley Jones leads off for Gateway as we start the top of the seventh with the Grizzlies in a three-run hole. Matt Quintana sets and throws. Jones fouls a fastball back for strike one. He has lined to right and driven in two with a single. So a couple of good at-bats for Jones, and he has the only two Grizzlies RBIs tonight. They both came in the fourth inning, and Gateway trails 5-2 of the seventh. Gunnar Buter, Greg White to follow him. Six, seven, eight of the Grizzlies order against Evansville starter Matt Quintana. 
He sets first base out of the rubber at the belt and delivers. Curveball fouled back by Jones. It's no balls, two strikes. Quintana's pitch count is still only at 72. Six innings, two runs both earned for him on four hits, five Ks, one walk. He's putting together a very nice outing. Now the pitch. Jones swings and fouls it back. Just flipped a piece of the underside of that baseball. The lively crowd tonight. Quintana's two-strike offering once again. Jones takes a curve of the dirt. is empty. Nobody outs. Have a dunning. It down his one-two pitch. Jones swings and misses. That was a fastball up above his shoulders, and he realized about halfway it was a bad idea. Couldn't hold up. Six Ks for Quintana. One gone in the Grizzlies' seventh. Down five to two. And Gutter Buner will bat. Lined out on Rockets to shortstop. Right hander to right hander. Here's the pitch. Buter takes a curve for a strike. He doesn't seem deceived by that curveball, really, at all. And both of the line drives have come on curves, neither of which have been hangers necessarily. Pitch. Gunner takes a slider just low, one ball and one strike. White has doubled and fly to center. Right-hander against right-hander. The pitch. White takes a fastball down central for a strike.
pitch again. Swing and a miss by White, and it's no balls, two strikes. Upright open stance, right side. A stretch by Quintana and the two strike delivery now on the way. White takes a fastball up and in. Try to work Quintana's pitch count, if nothing else. He's up to 81 now. Still has probably at least one more inning in him, and the honors might have a mind to go for a complete game. They're not afraid to rack up pitch count for their starters. Brandon Sittinger threw 106 yesterday. Nobody on, two men out. Five two honors in the seventh. And the one-two pitch on the way. White takes a curve down and outside. Two balls, two strikes. Down already and deals. White takes a fastball though. He's worked it full. Three balls, two strikes. Zach Taylor, the Grizzlies' number nine batter, is on deck. Quintana's payoff. White swings at a fastball, fists a soft pop-up and is short right. Cronin goes back from second base, makes the call on the one-hand catch. Another one-two trailing for Quintana. We stretch at Bossy Field. Five to Evansville. Patrick Boyle. Looks like he's coming on for gateway after this for the Grizzlies media network. A Budweiser, a burger, and Thomas Ray. When you wake up in a different city every day, there's a comfort in being able to count on something familiar. And for me, that's a Budweiser and a burger. Los Angeles, Chicago, El Paso, big or small, loud or quiet, a Bud and a burger remind me who I am and to keep doing my thing. They take me back home. The best way to get my friends and family over to my house is to tell them that I'm about to grill some burgers and drink some Bud. Nothing fancy, nothing forced, no lights, no noise, no backstage pass required. That's a Budweiser and a burger. Cheers. This Bud's for you. Enjoy responsibly. Budweiser beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. At ServPro, no home is too big and no question is too small. So when fire or water damage strikes your home or business, call on the cleanup team. The insurance industry has trusted for more than 40 years at 1-800-ServPro and ServPro.com. That's where you'll find a team of specialists that's faster to any size disaster. So when the things matter most are on the line, make sure we are too by calling 1-800-ServPro or visiting ServPro.com. Helping make fire and water damage like it never happened happened. Franchises are independently owned and operated. This is Sean Denson Jr. and you are listening to Gateway Grizzly Baseball on the Grizzly Media Network. 
the seventh inning from historic Bossy Field at Southwest Indiana. Nate Gatter back with you on the Grizzlies Media Network. Patrick Boyle escaped the Grizzlies bullpen. See if you can escape Twisted Key Escape Rooms in Collinsville. For more information, visit TwistedKeyEscape.com. Jason Sieber worked to score this inning. No runs, no hits. One strikeout, no walks, although he didn't hit a batter. 22 pitches, 13 were strikes. For the Grizzlies Southpaw, he gives way to the third gateway pitcher of the ballgame. Fellow left-hander, 6'4", 220-pound, 26-year-old now. Patrick Boyle turned 26 yesterday from Farmersville, Ohio. Boyle is 0-3 with a 4.33 earned run average. It's his 43rd appearance all in relief. 37 and one-third innings, 52 strikeouts, 34 walks. Lakers hitting 151 against him. And so we'll go again to the uh, pitching stats for the Grizzlies this year. And let's evaluate the... Uh, Appearances situation for Gateway. Pitch to Taylor Lane is taken over the outside for a strike. Lane, a two-run single, a fly to right, a pop to second. He's one for three. Lefty to righty, Boyle deals. Lane takes a curve outside. Again, two balls and a strike. High set of the shoulders. Patrick's two on one offering. Lane takes outside ball three. He'll be followed by Rob Calabrese and Hunter Cullen, the five, six, and seven batters for the offerings. this season exceed the previous single season franchise record. That is almost impossible to believe. Everything back to order. Lane at first, nobody out. Lefty to righty, here it is. Calabrese takes a strike over the outside of the knees. He didn't care for the call.
Calabrese has walked, struck out, and grounded a third. Boyle ready. He looks to first. And a one strike pitch. Calabrese swings it a curve, pops it into shallow right center, long run for Dunstan, in into his left, it drops in front of him, a base hit. Lane up to second, a single for Calabrese, his first tonight. Two otters on, nobody out. Evansville looking like it has a good chance to build on this three-run lead in the seventh. left-hander, Boyle ready. Cullen shows Bud early, scoots up of the box. Pitch is a fastball that he takes low for ball one. at second, Calabrese at first, a walk and a single. Right side of the infield in, Cullen shows bunt, Boyles two and O pitch. Cullen pulls back, takes inside. Three balls, no strikes. Been a party all night at Bossy Field. And probably going to continue unless the Grizzlies can find themselves Six outs left with which to work it already trailing by three runs. Three and oh on Cullen, he shows one again, pitches a fastball for a strike over the inside, he pulled back and took it. Ladies and gentlemen, we have hit 100,000 fans for 2019. Now the fans are celebrating uh, not only what might be a clinch playoff spot tonight, but the fact that the 2,629 in attendance this evening have pushed the Otters over 100,000 fans over their 48 home dates this year. Cullen shows about again, three and one pitch. Fastball that he pulls back and takes just low. And that's the kind of thing the Grizzlies just can't have happen. He's trying to give you an out. He's literally saying, here's an out. He wants to get out. And the Grizzlies put him on for Walk, single walk. Gateway pitchers have walked seven tonight and hit one. Walk 22 and hit seven. In 22 plus innings in the series. Can't win that way. You just cannot win that way. The Otters tonight have a couple of doubles. They have three doubles in three games in this series. They're only extra base hits. 
Lefty to righty, the pitch to Mike Rizzatello with the infield in is on the way. Rizzatello takes a DI fastball for a strike. Three extra base hits in three games. Yet the Otters have 14 runs. Can't happen. Lane at third, Calabrese at second, call it at first. 5 2 Otters are the home seventh, nobody out. Boyle the stretch and the one strike offering to Rizzatello. Fastball taken at the knees, strike two. Rizzatello has struck out, walked and batted a short. He did not care for that call. He spun out of the box in frustration. The 0 2 pitch. Rizzatello, left side fly ball, center field, takes Dunstan a couple of steps back. Lane tags at third. Sean comes in, makes the catch. Lane takes off of the plate. Sean's throw goes to third. It's cut off by Zachary. Zach fly to center. The other two runners hold it first and second, but it's 6-2 Otters in the seventh. Rizzatello's 11th RBI of the year. And here's J.J. Gould, the number nine batter. He's one for three with a two-run single. That came back in the first. He played to center in the third, struck out of the fifth. On our Husky Trailways out-of-town scoreboard, we have a couple of final scores. For the moment, Florence is tied with Evansville for first place in the West after the Freedom won at home, 10-5 over Joliet. That also clinched a playoff spot for Florence. Washington got a 1-0 win in a game that took just two hours and nine minutes at Carshield Field this evening, home with the Rascals. That's rare, that's a hitter's ballpark. Usually long games there. Lefty to righty, here's the pitch. Gould pops it up off the end of his bat. Trouble in shallow right toward the foul line. Woodcock sprints into his left, but can't get there. It lands foul. Strike one on Gould. So that means the Grizzlies, if they don't come back and end up losing this game also, will be just a game ahead of Washington for the worst record in the league. And that would come down to then the final series of the year starting tomorrow. River City has dropped for the moment two and a half behind Evansville and Florence for first place. One strike pitch. Gold swings over a curve and misses. Nothing in two. And the pressure is on Southern Illinois at home in the top of the nine trailing Lake Erie four to two. Match of that series. Miners, if they could find three runs and walk it off, would close it within one game of River City for that final wild card spot. Schaumburg is up 5 2 at Windy City in the eighth, a meaningless game in the playoff chase. Boyle wasn't looking back to second. Rob Calabrese was starting to get a walking lead and shuffling toward third. It looked like he had the intention to steal. Andrew Daniel, the Grizzly second baseman, yelled out for Boyle to step off. Two on, one out, 6-2 Evansville in the seventh. And the two-strike pitch from Boyle to Gould on the way. Fastball taken, strike three called over the inner half. First strikeout for Boyle, the seventh for Grizzlies pitching, brought to you by Julie. The Illinois one-call system. Safe taking is no accident. For you did, call to it at 8-1-1 or visit IllinoisOneCall.com. Top of the order, here's David Cronin. Lefty batting second baseman, doubled and scored to the first. He sits fly to center, grounded a short, and fly to right. Oh, or rather, one for four. Two on, two out, 6 2 Otters in the bottom of the seventh. 
left-hander against left-hander. Boyle sets, third base out of the rubber, and deals. Fastball taken inside. Broden leaned out of the way, thrust his hips back at the belt, to let it flash past his belt buckle. One ball, no strikes. Grizzlies will have 9-1-2. Taylor, Owings, and Sakurai in the top of the eighth, but the deficit is now four runs for Gateway. Coming off a first sweep and four-game winning streak that finished last Sunday. Auto pitch, curve high, two and out. And the Grizzlies now on the verge of getting swept. No strikes. Boyle the pitch. Broden takes a fastball, though. Three balls, no strikes to count. Broden has the red batting gloves. Well, there's a black bat down over the knob. Back of the box, left side. Boyle's 3 0 offering. Fastball grounded back over the mound toward the middle. Second baseman Daniel backhand throws back across his body to first. Cronin is safe. Infield single. Calabrese to third. Cullen to second. Cronin has his second hit. And the bases are loaded for Keith Greasehaven. Trying to make this a crooked number for the Otters, who lead 6-2 of the home seven. Taylor out of the mound for a tie. Everybody ready again? Lefty to righty, here it is. Greasehaver takes, high ball one. He has walked, struck out, singled, and grounded a short. One for three with a run score. Boyle the high set, takes a breath, at his pitch. Greasehaver takes a fastball that needs for a strike. Delivery on the way. Greasehaver swings at a curveball, bounces it left side. Zachary into the hole. Gloves throws to second, gets the force out on Cronin with Daniel covering. Cronin slid in hard, and Daniel kind of looked back at the bag like he didn't love it. It's a fielder's choice. Six to four gets the Grizzlies out of the inning. Strands the bases loaded for the Otters, but they do score a run on only one hit and leave three. We head to the eighth. Six to Evansville on the Grizzlies Media Network. 
BCS Ballpark is where tomorrow's stars train today. We specialize in professional baseball instruction and offer group, semi-private, and private lessons taught by experienced instructors and the most realistic hitting experience you'll find, the ProBatter PX2. The ProBatter PX2 features a multi-pitch machine with synchronized video display to simulate live Major League quality pitching. To schedule your lesson, call 618-781-8170 or visit grizzliesbaseballacademy.com. That's 618-781-8170 or grizzliesbaseballacademy.com. Innovation is growing in the cornfields of America. Over the past 12 years, America's family corn farmers have produced the 12 largest corn crops in history, and they've done it with less fertilizer, fewer chemicals, and less land. Using groundbreaking technology and new management practices to grow food, feed, fuel, and fiber. In other words, America's family corn farmers continue to grow corn better than anyone else and better than ever before. Discover more at cornfarmerscoalition.org. A message from the Illinois Corn Checkoff. GCS Credit Union offers Kasasa Cash Back, a free checking account that gives you cash back on all of your debit card purchases, not just on gas or groceries or restaurants. There are no points and no category restrictions, just pure cash back. You also get ATM fee refunds nationwide, and there is no minimum balance required to earn rewards. None of that, you must have $5,000 in the account to qualify business. Qualifications and rules apply. See Financial Institution for details. Member NCUA insured. You're listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network. Quintana still out there, the outer starters we head to the top of the eighth with Evansville up six to two. Gateway catcher Zach Taylor, the righty batter, the first to face him in the eighth inning. Quintana sets to the bell, that is pitch. Taylor takes in the eye fastball for a strike. Taylor will be followed by Connor Owings and Brent Sakurai. The nine one and two batters for the Grizzlies who have two runs against Quintana on four hits. The right-hander has struck out six, watch one. He's had 85 pitches. Number 86 is a curve taken low. One ball, one strike on Taylor, who has batted at first and softly lined out to short. The Miners lost on the Hussey Trailways out of town scoreboard. Lake Erie 4, Southern Illinois 2. So Evansville has clinched a playoff spot regardless of how this game ends. One and one pitch. Taylor swings at a fastball, lifts a fly into left center. Cullen races to his right. He slows, stops, makes the catch. So one down, and Quintana now has retired 12 Grizzlies in a row, including everybody he's faced the third trip down the Grizzlies lineup card. And here's leadoff man Connor Owings, who is 0 for 3 against him with a trio of strikeouts. Owings is 0 for 12 with 9 Ks in the series. Right-hander to left-hander, Quintana sets, and his pitch. Owings swings, matches one to the ground, through the right side of base in. So Connor Owings finally has a hit of the series and gets off the schneid tonight. He had struck out in five at bats in a row. And eight of his last nine before that hit. Number two, shortstop, Brent Sakurai. Here's 
the ready batter Sakurai, who was fly to right, struck out and popped in foul ground of the first baseman lane. Quintana throws, and Zach takes inside for a ball. 6-2 Otters, one out Owings at first, top of the eighth inning. So now Evansville is playing to retain first place. If the Grizzlies were to somehow come back and win this game, the Otters would fall a half game behind Florence in a second place in the West. Those two teams are technically tied for the moment with Florence having finished up a 10-5 win at home and a sweep over Joliet. Fastball down and outside, and it's two balls, no strikes on Zachary. Lane holds Owings at first. 2-0 pitch on the way. Zach takes a strike over the outer edge. No action in the outer's bullpen at this point, but it looks like Cam Opp is going to get up and start to throw. He just rose for the bullpen bench along with a catcher. Head down to the pen in foul ground up the right field line almost against the fence. Pitch is lined into right field. McNamee comes in, makes the catch. Going back to first. Unlucky for Sakurai, hit that hard. But he's retired, two gone. Number 26, right fielder Dustin Woodcock. Lefty batter Woodcock has popped up and flied out twice, 0 for 3. If nothing else, I would think this is the end of the line for Quintana, who's now at 92 pitches. Maybe one or two more batters left after this, if that. Left hander off is throwing now the pen. Pitch to Woodcock is taken high for a ball. Pitch is ticked foul. And it's one ball, one strike. Still a couple of bloops that have blast away, trailing 6-2 with two down of the eighth. Quintana's one and one offering. Woodcock takes a curve low ball, two. So Gateway would need Woodcock and Daniel to get on ahead of Sean Dunstan Jr., who does have eight home runs this year. Owings at first where Lane holds it. Quintana's two and one delivery. Woodcock swings and lifts a fly ball center field and deep, but not deep enough. It doesn't appear. Cullen goes back, back pedals farther, makes the catch just in for the track. Heading toward the 400-foot marker in that center field. Fly out to center, no runs, one hit, a man left. Home eighth coming up, 6-2, Evansville on the Grizzlies Media Network. Every time you grab an ice-cold 20-ounce Pepsi, you'll find a Pepsi emoji on the side of the bottle. A little design that expresses something fun and unique. Pepsi has literally hundreds of different ones. So while the Pepsi delivers this, the Pepsi emoji delivers this. So go ahead, crack open a Pepsi. 
and tell the world how you feel and what you love with Pepsi emojis. Because every Pepsi emoji says something a little different about you. Whether you're a big sports fan, you're into the arts, love summer fun, music concerts, or just walking your dog, Pepsi has you covered with a Pepsi emoji that says it just the right way. Pepsi emojis. Say it with Pepsi. I'm Meg <laughs> Megan. That's my neighbor on her patio, which is OMG, stop. right next to mine. I want to buy a home, but I want something specific. Quiet plus outdoor space to relax. I'm using the U.S. Bank loan portal for my mortgage because I can check in on the process from anywhere, which makes it that much simpler and more convenient to buy. Your home, your mortgage, your way. Go to usbank.com to learn more. U.S. Bank, the power of possible. Loan approval subject to credit approval and program guidelines. Interest rates and program terms subject to change without notice. Mortgage and deposit products offered by U.S. Bank National Association. Equal housing lender member FDIC. This is Brent Sakurai, and you're listening to the Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network. Grant Black has escaped the Grizzlies bullpen. See if you can escape Twisted Key Escape Rooms in Collinsville. For more information, visit twistedkeyescape.com. Bottom of the eighth is coming up, 6-2. The Otters lead it. They scored five runs in the first. The Grizzlies appear in the fourth. Evansville added one more in the seventh against Patrick Boyle, who worked one inning, one run. It was earned on two hits, one strikeout, two walks, 26 pitches, half of them, 13 were strikes. He is replaced by the six-foot-five, 225-pound right-hander Grant Black. 25-year-old from Newport, Arkansas, out of the University of Arkansas, Monticello. One and five with a two-and-a-half earned run average. This marks his 50th appearance of the year out of the Grizzlies' 93 games. Over 50 in the third innings, he has struck out 63 and walked 15. The league is hitting 189 against him. Pitch is taken low for a ball by Ryan Long, lefty batting third baseman, Frontier League's MVP, who will be followed by Elijah McNamee and Taylor Lane. The three, four, and five otters in the home eighth, with Evansville holding a four-run lead. One ball, those strikes, a pitch. Swung at a fly ball, center field. Dunstan goes back, still going in front of the track, stops underneath it, and makes the catch. So Long is 0 for 3, although he has reached on a walk and a hit by pitch. Here's McNamee. He's 2 of 4. to me a single in the first, ground ball double play in the second, single in the fourth, strike out of the sixth. He is two of four with a run score. Right header to right header, Black delivers a fastball chop softly toward third. A couple of hops at charging Jones, bare hands, rifles to first, McNamee's out! What a play by Wesley Jones at third base! Wow! McNamee, a high little two-hopper, cushioned on the grass. Jones charged, snagged it with a bare hand, speared it off to the side from his right hip, and in one motion, fired sidearm across his body on the move to first, and beat McNamee by half a step. What a play. Two down, eighth inning. Right-hander against right-hander. Black sets up high and deals to Lane. Who swings at a fastball and fouls it off to the right out of play. Taylor Lane is one for three, two runs single, the walk. He 
He has scored twice and driven in two. Pitches low, one and one. Sets around the bill of his cap, pitch of the way. Take it outside, a slider, two and one. Seems like Grant's set has gotten higher and higher and higher as the year has gone on. It was around the shoulders, then the beard, which in fairness is about the same height. Then the chin, then around his eyes. Now it's up above his cap, I think, where the ball actually is. One strike. Grant ready and deals. Lane swings and shoots a line drive towards second over, leaping Daniel into right field of base hit. He is two of five and on for the third time. Two out base runner. Grizzlies pitchers still have not recorded a one two three inning and trailing six two in the bottom of the eighth likely will not. They need at least four runs in the ninth to keep this game alive. will bat. He has wide struck out, batted a third and single, one for three. Two honors, eighth inning, nothing and one. The count on Calabres. The pitch. He swings at a curve and grounds it toward third, but foul. No balls at two strikes. strikes the pitch Calabrese takes a breaking ball in the dirt that kicks away from Taylor third base side and Lane takes second on the wild pitch so he's in the scoring position with two down Honor still looking for more insurance on this 6-2 lead Two strikes on Calabrese. Two outs, Lane at second, 6-2 Evansville, eighth inning. Black takes a long look at a Taylor, too long for Calabrese's liking. He raises his right hand to call time and is granted by Preston Shoulders, our point up player. Grizzlies in the ninth have Daniel Dunstan Jones, 4-5-6 scheduled. One and two, here it is. Calabrese takes a slider low. Good job to land two balls, two strikes. Yeah. 
Lane getting a big lead at second. Neither middle infielder paying attention to it. Black's two and two offering. Calabrese takes a fastball up and in. Three balls and two strikes. Every Grizzlies pitcher tonight has either walked a man or hit a man. In fact, every Grizzlies pitcher of this series, I believe, has either walked a man or hit a man. The only one who didn't was Patrick Boyle Tuesday night. And he only faced two batters. And he walked men tonight. Payoff pitches up and away, ball four. So every Grizzlies pitcher who has faced at least three batters in this series has allowed one on for free. center fielder has not been retired tonight. He's two for two with a couple of walks. He has an RBI, steal, a double, a little bit of everything. Two on, two out, six, two, otters, eight, dunning. Grizzlies just trying to keep it here going to the ninth. Otters have been assured their playoff spot, but not yet their division title. Still a ways to decide that. As a called strike of the knees. Cullen checked his swing, but it didn't matter. Florence, Washington, and Lake Erie are winners so far tonight over Joliet, River City, and Southern Illinois. Schaumburg leads 5-3, last of the ninth at Windy City. Game that will not have consequence to the playoff race. One strike pitch. Cullen checks his swing on a breaking ball that kicks to the backstop. And the runners move up to second and third. The ball went into the Otters dugout on the first base side. So it'll be a wild pitch that just moves everybody up 90 feet. Two wild pitches in the inning for Black. Second and third, two down, 6-2, Otters, eight inning. No balls, two strikes on Cullen. On the road, the Grizzlies trust Husky Trailways. You can, too, at HuskyBuzz.com. Otters with a win would retain their half-game lead over Florence on top of the West Division. No balls, two strikes on Cullen. Black fires. Cullen swings at a fastball, shoots a line drive to short for a backhand catch by Brent Sakurai. Moved to his right, looked like he thought he was going to have to dive. In the end, was just able to reach his glove out in spirit on the backhand and the inning. No runs for the honors, one hit. Two left in scoring position. Ninth inning next, 6-2 Evansville on the Grizzlies Media Network. GCS Credit Union offers Casasa Cash Back, a free checking account that gives you cash back on all of your debit card purchases, not just on gas or groceries or restaurants. There are no points and no category restrictions, just pure cash back. You also get ATM fee refunds nationwide, and there is no minimum balance required to earn rewards. None of that, you must have $5,000 in the account to qualify business. Qualifications and rules apply. See financial institution for details. Member NCUA insured. The National Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum in Cooperstown is the place where baseball legends live forever. It's where the exciting moments of today stand along the iconic tales of the past. With new exhibits and artifacts telling incredible stories, the Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum is a must-see destination for fans of all ages. Baseball in Cooperstown. Oh, my. Plan your visit today. Check out BaseballHall.org. Innovation is growing in the cornfields of America, and it's making a huge difference in America's balance of trade. One-third of the world's corn exports come from the United States. In fact, America's corn farmers exported $6.4 billion worth of corn last year, one of the few U.S. products with a trade surplus. So when America's family corn farmers bring in their golden crop each year, they're also doing their part to put our nation in the black. 
Discover more at cornfarmerscoalition.org. A message from the Illinois Corn Checkoff. Now back to the ballpark on the Grizzlies Media Network. 6-2, Evansville as we have the top of the ninth. Otters have a new pitcher on. Left-hander Abraham Almonte, more on him. In just a moment, he takes over for Matt Quintana, who went eight innings. Got on two runs, both earned on five hits. He struck out six and walked one. And he is in line for the victory with the Otters ahead 6-2. Almonte, a 6-foot, 205-pound left-hander, closing in on his 26th birthday in December. From Danbury, Connecticut. No record, a 1.54 earned run average across his first 12 Otters appearances, all of them in relief. Over 11 and two-thirds innings, he struck out 11, walked eight. The league is hitting 0.79 against him, just three hits in 11 and two-thirds innings. He last pitched against the Grizzlies two weeks ago tomorrow in the Friday opener of Gateway's first series at Bossy Field a couple of weeks back. Scoreless inning with a strikeout. Nobody reached against him in a 3-0 Grizzlies win. That's his only appearance against Gateway this year. He missed a significant swath of time, almost two months from mid-June to mid-August with injury. He'll face Andrew Daniels, Sean Dunstan Jr., and Wesley Jones, the four, five, and six hitters for the Grizzlies in the ninth. And they'll need to send at least uh, three more men to the plate after that. Actually, at least four men to the plate after that in order to tie this game. They would need four men to score and three men to make outs and something. Ronnie Batter Daniel has fly to center, doubled and scored, and popped to second. Southpaw Almonte works out of the stretch from the third base out of the rubber, sets at the belt, kicks and fires, take it high, ball one. Don't forget for those kids interested in running the bases, report to the right field picnic area at the conclusion of the game to wait for their Six two, Otters lead after eight. Daniel crowds the plate. Almonte's 1-0 pitch. Andrew takes outside, 2-0. takes high. Three balls, one strike. Quintana in line for the win. It would be his second as an otter, his eighth of the year in total. The pitch. Take it high. Ball four. So Daniel has a walk. Quintana faced 30 batters, walked only one. Almonte walks the first he faces. And here's Sean Dunstan, Jr. Number 12, center fielder Sean Dunstan Jr. Kahaloa would be on the hook for the loss, or is for the moment. He would fall to three and seven. Dunstan, lefty batter, one for two with a walk. Almonte delivers. Sean takes high for a ball. Walk to the second, single, stole the bag, and score to the fourth. He struck out swinging in the sixth. Daniel at first, Lane holds him. Now Monte eyes him. 
on the 1-0 pitch. Dunstan takes, high ball two. There's already action in the Otters' bullpen. Rookie of the year in the Frontier League as announced today. Right-hander Taylor Wright has begun to throw. Earned his 17th save of the year yesterday. Frontier League All-Star and now Rookie of the Year. Because if one more Grizzly reaches, it will become a safe situation, even with Evansville up 6-2 to two in the night. That will throw the potential tying run on deck. Now that is all that's necessary to create a safe chance. Mike Rizzatello on his catcher went briefly to the mound. He's now returned behind home plate. Daniel the workday five-pitch walk. He's at first base with nobody out. Dunstan is ahead, two balls and no strikes. Certainly not the entrance Almonte won. But he does struggle with control. That's what his statistics say this year. 2 0 offering. Sean takes a fastball to Bell for a strike. Over 11 and two thirds innings, Almonte has struck out 11 and walked nine. Only three hits against him all year, but nine walks. Over seven per nine innings, almost eight per nine innings as it stands now. Two and one delivery. Dustin takes outside, ball three. Six two Otters, nobody out. Runner at first, ninth inning. The Grizzlies now an Almonte ball away from creating a safe situation. The pitch is instead of throw to first. Daniel Scamper is back standing up, but a little bit late. He's back safely. Max Peterson, the Otters pitching coach, waved his hat around from the first base dugout to ask if Wright was ready to go, and he's gotten the return signal that he is. Three and one pitch. Dunstan takes, high ball four, and I would think that will be all for Almonte. He walks two men, twice as many as Quintana walked in eight innings. And it's now a save situation for Taylor Wright. Peterson is coming out. And I would be shocked if he doesn't have the hook with him. Almonte is done. Ten pitches, two strikes. A pair of five-pitch walks, two Grizzlies on, nobody out. 6-2 Evansville, ninth inning. Back after this on the Grizzlies Media Network. Budweiser presents an important message about friendship. You and me, we were made for love. A lifetime is not long enough to show you what you mean to me. See you later, buddy. Budweiser knows your friends are counting on you. So we want you to remember to make a plan to make it home every time you go out. Do whatever it takes to get home safely. Call a friend, arrange for a cab, or designate a driver. Because friends are waiting. Hey, I'm sorry. I decided I shouldn't drive home last night. I stayed at Dave's. When you come I'm back. I'm back. Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> this message is brought to you by your friends at Budweiser. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Innovation is growing in the cornfields of America. Family corn farmers have planted more than 1.2 million miles of conservation buffer strips to protect the soil, improve water quality in lakes and streams, and create acres and acres of wildlife habitat. So corn farmers aren't planting just corn. They're planting the seeds for future generations to enjoy what Mother Nature has created for all of us. Discover more at cornfarmerscoalition.org. A message from the Illinois Corn Checkoff. 
This is Jeff Manzo, and you're listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network. Frontier League Rookie of the Year, Taylor Wright. Also an all-star earlier this season, and he's on to try to close this out. He has 17 saves this year. Number 17 was last night, a 3-1 honors victory. Evansville leads 6-2 now in the ninth. But with Daniel at second and Dunstan at first, nobody out after back-to-back watch. It's now a same situation. Wesley Jones will be the batter. Gunnar Buter on deck will be the potential tying run. And thus, it is a save chance for Wright, who is 3-0 this year with a 0.75 earned run average. It's his 38th appearance all in relief. 47 and two-thirds innings. He struck out 56, walked 16. League is hitting 175 against him, and nobody has scored off of him since August the 4th. That's eight appearances, a nine and a third inning since he last allowed a run of any kind. Six foot five, 215 pound, all arms and legs, lanky right-hander, 26 years old from Irwin, Pennsylvania. He'll deal with Jones, who is one for three, a two-run single in the fourth. He has the only two Grizzlies RBIs tonight. A line to right of the second, a two-run knock in the fourth, and a strikeout swinging in the seventh. Daniel at second, Dunson at first, nobody out. Evansville six, gateway two, ninth inning. Right-hander against right-hander. Right sense out of the belt. I look to second of the pitch. Jones swings at a fastball, lifts it into shallow right. McNamee comes in, makes the catch, everybody back. One pitch, one out for right. Abraham Almonte was the pitcher before. Matt Quintana went eight innings, allowed only two runs on one walk. Almonte faced two batters, walked to both on 10 pitches. Five-pitch walk to Daniel, five-pitch walk to Dunstan, and he is removed. No runs, no hits, no strikeouts, two walks, no innings plus. And he's responsible for both men on base. Daniel at second, Dunstan at first. Here's Buhner, who has lined out twice and flying to right. Right-hander against right-hander, the pitch. Fastball dubbed off the end of the bat, a little cute roller up the first baseline. Wright scoops it, underhand shovels to first for the end. Runners move up to second and third, but the Grizzlies are down to their final left. Wright on two pitches, has recorded two outs, and he needs only one more for the save. Greg White will back. Left fielder, Greg White. White a double, a fly to center, a pop to second. He is one for three. The Otters have already clinched a playoff spot. The champagne ready to go to celebrate. With a win, they will retain first place by a half game. Second and third, two out. Six two outers, ninth inning. The pitch. White swings at a fastball, shoots it to third. Pass right along at a left of base hit. One run is in. Dunstan stops at third. And the potential tying run will come to the plate of the form of Zach Taylor. White is two for four. And he has his seventh Grizzlies RBI. Daniel scores. That run charged Del Monte. Catcher, Zach Taylor. And now Zach Taylor, who is 0 for 3, ground out, line out, and a fly out. Connor Owings on deck, finally got his first hit. He's 1 for 13 of the series. He has power, 11 home runs this year, and if the Grizzlies could bring him to the plate, it would be as the potential go-ahead run. With Gateway now trailing 6 to 3, 2 down. Dunstan at third, White at first. Three Grizzlies in a row have gone after the first pitch against Wright. He sets and delivers. Taylor takes a fastball, though, ball one.
has a baseball in the Grizzlies bullpen and has started to lightly toss it in the event gateway. Ties this game or takes the lead. One ball, no strikes on Taylor. The pitch. Zach takes high ball two. A walk would do the job just as well. It would put Taylor on as the potential tying run at first. And it would bring Connor Owings to the plate as the potential go-ahead run. The club's leader in extra base hits. One off the home run lead. Two and O count. Right stretches and sets. He deals. Taylor swings and misses. Taylor pulled the string on him. Taylor Wright, that is, pulled the string on Zach Taylor. A changeup for the first strike. Lane holds wide at first. He might be moving at some point just to take away that force at second. I'd imagine the Otters would not care. Two balls, one strike. Here's the pitch. Zach swings and Rockets one into left center field. Long run, Cullen, he's not gonna get there. It's down and goes to the wall. Dunstan scores. White waved around third. He will score. Taylor a two-run double. The Grizzlies are within one. The potential tying run is in scoring position and the leadoff man, Connor Owings, is coming up. Zach Taylor's first hit of the night. A two-run doubled all the way to the wall in left center. Scores Dunstan and White, a three spot for the Grizzlies in the ninth. Back to the top of the order. Number 11, first baseman, Connor Owings. Gateway had scored three runs total. I can't hear you over 26 innings of offense prior to this ninth inning. total over 26 innings. They've scored three in this inning. Phil Warren is waving Cletus Avery, who had been coaching first into the dugout of the third base side. I think he had a mind that he wanted a pinch run for Zach Taylor using Avery as a potential tying run at second, but Avery was out coaching first. Pitch to Owings as a curve taken high for a ball. As Isaiah Cullen, the backup catcher, is available to come in. Avery has a helmet now. I would think after this pitch, he will go out and pinch run for Taylor. 6-5 Evansville, ninth inning. Photo pitch. Owing swings and bounces it to second. That's going to do it. Two hopper to Cronin. He underhands the first. The ball game is over. The Grizzlies lose it. And the Otters are headed to the playoffs. Back after this, final totals and more. GCS Credit Union postgame show is next on the Grizzlies Media Network. Consider the cup holder. There's probably one feeling empty next to you right now. No refreshing Pepsi and no hope. Look at it. Really, really look. Are you looking? Just look at it, won't you? All across the country, cup holders just like yours are being abused, deprived of Pepsi, forgotten. Instead of a refreshing Pepsi, some of them are being filled with loose change or crumbled up drive-through receipts or is that a what of used chewing gum? <sighs> Clean your car. But what if you could help? Both of you, or all of you, there's really no way for me to know how many of you are in your car. I hope there's not 10 of you. That would be really unsafe. Get a Pepsi and refresh a cup holder's life. Our cup holders and our thirsts are counting on it. In fact, I'm having a refreshing Pepsi right now. Ah, that is refreshing. <clears throat> Pepsi, refresh yourself. Refill your cup holder. <laughs> One small change can do a lot of good. That's why U.S. Bank proudly invests in communities like yours. 
It's also why we're celebrating good deeds being done nationwide. Because the more good we see, the more we're inspired to do the same thing. So help us spread the goodness. Use the hashtag #CommunityPossible to share a story of one good thing you've done recently. Together, we'll turn one small change from all of us into one big impact in our community. U.S. Bank: The power of possible. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. You are listening to the Grizzlies Post Game Show on the Gateway Grizzlies Media Network. Evansville Otters will celebrate a playoff-bound club. They're going to crack out the champagne and have a celebration here at Bossy Field after a 6-5 win. Evansville just barely hangs on. Otters pitchers stymied the Grizzlies' bats all series. Three runs over the first 26 innings of this set. Gateway scored three runs in the ninth inning alone then to pull this back to a 6-5 game, but that's how it ends. Nate Gatter back with you to wrap things up. GCS Credit Union postgame show on the Grizzlies Media Network. Gateway is swept and falls to 37-56. Evansville has won three in a row to improve to 56-37 and retain first place in the West by a half game. Gateway falls to 19 behind the first place honors. Let's get to the final totals for the visiting Grizzlies. Five runs on seven hits, one error, and five men left on base. For the host honors, six runs on 11 hits, one error, and 13 men left stranded. Matt Quintana got the win. He's now 2-0 as an honor, 8-3 for the season, counting his time with the Joliet Slammers before he was traded at the deadline here to Evansville. Ian Kahaloa took the Grizzlies' loss to ball to 3-7. Taylor Ryder, the save, is 18th of the year for the Otters Rookie of the Year, although the Grizzlies were the first team to score against him after a nine and a third scoreless innings for him going back to the beginning of this month. So they deserve some credit for that, getting a three runs, two of them inherited runners, one charged to right, who had a .75 earned run average coming into that appearance. The game took three hours and 10 minutes. It was played in front of 2,629 fans tonight at Bossy Field, who certainly enjoyed it. Time now for our Grizzlies Media Network Player of the Game, and another one of those games where uh, we didn't have a lot of really strong performances for Gateway, but Greg White will be our Grizzlies Media Network Player of the Game. He had a good game. Two out of four, a single, a double, a run scored, and an RBI. He had a big hit in the ninth inning with the Grizzlies down to their final out, drove in a run. Zach Taylor had a big hit after him, a two-run double that put him at second base after scoring Dunstan and White to bring the Grizzlies within one, and Connor Owings ran at a second as ran, and Taylor at second base. So Greg White is our Grizzlies Media Network player of the game in a losing effort this evening. Grizzlies will be back at it for the final three games of the year, starting tomorrow night at home against Washington. Tomorrow we'll be out here at 6.50 Central Time for a Budweiser pregame show ahead of a 7.05 first pitch when Gateway takes on Washington. Right at the Ray Lightcomen will go for the Grizzlies, 4-4 four four with a 3.42 earned run average. He'll take on right-hander Michael Austin for the Wild Things, who's 5-8 with a 4.25 this season. Once again, 6.50 Central time, our Budweiser pregame show tomorrow, 7.05 first pitch. Right-hander Lechman for Gateway, right-hander Austin for Washington. Three games remain, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, back in Sojay. Once again, the final totals for Gateway, five runs, seven hits, one error, five left. For Evansville, six runs, 11 hits, one error, 13 stranded. Quintana, the win, he's eight and three. Kahaloa, the loss, he's three and seven. Right to save his 18th. Three hours, 10 minutes, the official time of game, 2629, 2-6, 2-9, the paint crown at Bossy Field this evening. For all of us with the Grizzlies, Nate Gatter saying so long from Evansville tonight. Once again, our final score, the Otters 6 and the Grizzlies 5. Hope you've enjoyed tonight's broadcast half as much as we've enjoyed bringing it to you. Can't wait to talk to you again tomorrow night. This has been a presentation of Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network. Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network is brought to you by Budweiser. 
GCS Credit Union, U.S. Bank, and Pepsi. You can catch any of the highlights from this game on GatewayGrizzlies.com, plus exclusive video content throughout the season. Thanks for listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball.